Welcome to House of Hoops, episode 35. It's Monday, October 12th, 2020. I'm Jeff Hausman, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you for listening. introduce the rest of the crew today unemployed laddies here <laughs> dude i love that beat can i can i wrap my intro can you wrap my intro laddies here i guess also, that's a no <laughs> i don't care what you do man oh. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. uh also in studio returning is brian clark Turn up the bass of my headphones, G. <laughs> <laughs> snare. I need some snare in my headphones. Is that what Eminem says? Me and Brian have been watching basketball games for a long time. And we're going to talk about the last of them for the year today. Also on the phone is our good friend, Bo Brady. Hey, now. Hey, man. Thanks for joining us. Oh, anytime. Let's have some fun. Let's talk some hoops. Uh, anybody can find us on Twitter at House of Hoops. That's H-A-U-S of Hoops. We're also on Instagram at House of Hoops Podcast. And there's a number you can call. It's 901-300-6575. If you want to get anything off your chest, if you want to confess, if you want to talk hoops, Give us a ring. What do we got this week? I don't know, but that's a fresh beat, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's who is that? Deltron. Deltron 3030? Yeah. Dude, I love that. That's some good shit. Yeah, yeah. We got three NBA games. We got some Halloween movies, I guess. Scary movies, huh? Yep. We got NBA news. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Thank you, everybody, for listening.
know, before we get into NBA stuff and hoops and whatnot, how's everybody doing? Best week ever. Good, Jeff. Thanks. Guys doing all right? Best week ever. Doing wonderful. That's good. Anybody uh, do anything good this week? I officially got fired from my job this week. I mean, we don't need to go all up into it, but I officially got fired from my job. Yeah. I didn't get fired. They let me go. The best part is that it's not because of a, um, like, I was shitty on air or we had, like, bad ratings or anything. It wasn't, like, a performance issue. So I'm really good with that. Yeah. They just really flip formats and said, you don't work here anymore. Right, <laughs> so right. That gives me some sort of confidence to move on to the next. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we're privy to the situation. Yeah, but it's all right. It's all good. Just a classic, uh, it's not you, it's me situation. Pretty much. It's not you. It's it's. It's actually us. We're gonna we're gonna switch formats. Not you. You're not gonna be here for that. You got Costanza. I did, but it's okay. I, I, I'm like I'm in good spirits because I knew it was gonna happen, and uh, they didn't like leave me out and dry when it came out with uh, you know. Well, certain, everything. Certain things came to light that were out of your control. New shit <laughs> has come to light, man. New <laughs> shit has come to light, man. <laughs> yeah, but it's cool. Uh, it gives me time to hang out with y'all at nighttime. That's what I really like. I was really excited about it. I ran into Jeff yesterday. I went up to y'all's work, ran into Jeff, and he's like, dude, you can come on tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, but he's going to be in the studio. I'm like, yes, I'm ready. I'm excited. You know? Glad to have you here. This will probably be the best sounding podcast we've had to date. Probably. <laughs> like using all these mics, getting some good use to these mics for a change. Things have been mothballed for a couple months, huh? <laughs> Just keeping them dry. Bo, how have you been? What what did you do last week? My mom came to town, so I was able to do a lot of things. Nice. I got a haircut. I got my teeth cleaned. Got your diaper changed. I got a flu shot. I was able to get some, you know, general maintenance things done. Right. Clean some windows again at the house. The dude said flu shot. How many windows do you have, Bo? A lot. Like Every that. time an HVAC guy comes to my house, he's like, they're like, holy fucking shit. That's a lot of windows. <laughs> big house, big windows, right? Big problem. It's, really it's not really a big house. I mean, it's it's like an American four square style house built in the twenties. Uh, we just have these big, like a, we have a bump out on the side of the house, and they're, they're like two sunrooms on each, like the first floor and the second floor, and so they have a lot of windows wrapped around that. And they're hard to access, so I had to get, a, you know, a squeegee and a. If your house was like in New York in an Airbnb, it would probably be like, I don't know, four rooms, would you say? Rented out? Oh, I don't know. No, I mean, it's got one full bath. Yeah. It's not really fun for four strangers to share a full bathroom. Been there, done that. I don't know. I was about to say, you haven't partied hard then, dude. (laughs) Well, I have, but it's been a while. I don't know if I should tell the story. I don't know. Oh, you have to know. The Airbnb I stayed at last time I was up in New York was like basically Bo's house. I've seen your house. I know what it looks like. But it was like one bathroom. (laughs) And I probably saw like, I don't know, 15 different people in there the week I stayed there. (laughs) Did you stay in a hospital or hostel or like an orphanage? Would you? Like I said, it was an Airbnb. But... (laughs) 
I think I took like one shower the whole time I was there. <laughs> I was like scared to go in the bathroom. So there's so Lord. many strangers just all all the time in there. Really? But it was a good experience. Oh, dude, my room was like smaller than this studio. It was like a closet. Would you pay for it? Bed. Oh, like a hundred bucks a night, which is a steal hmm. in New York. Was it? Was it in the city? It was in Williamsburg. Oh, yeah, right by the. You're in the subway. You're in the hotbed of American douchebagdom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great though, man. It was nothing. It was like nothing but bars and restaurants all around me. Uh, That's good. You, you probably had the loosest fitting pants <laughs> <laughs> in the neighborhood for the week you were there. I didn't wear pants. <laughs> there you go. Real New York style. No, it was fun, though. It was a good time. But, yeah, your house could double as an Airbnb, I think. Anyway, so your mom was in town, huh? She uh, is still on the road. She's got an old laptop for you, though. Nice. That laptop is going to, I think, uh, allow us to do more with the podcast. She said she can drop it off at your house like that time you dropped weed off at her, t- at her house for her. <laughs> what? Is this, is this true? Yeah, it was probably like 10 years ago or longer. It was a long time ago. I bought. I got Bo's mom weed. <laughs> she was like, I was out of town. She's like, can you get me some pot? I have some friends coming in town. I said, uh, yeah, I think I can make that happen. Feds or Jeff was <laughs> what? Yeah, the feds. Yeah, the, real. Hool- yeah, hooligans. Uh, pot's not the biggest crime in the world, you know. No, it's yeah. good of you to come through in the, in the clutch like that, Jeff. Yeah, I thought I was doing a pretty good solid yeah. there. Yeah, man, the studio looks fun tonight. What's up, Laddie? <laughs> What's up, Brian? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're trying to have some damn fun here, but. It's becoming some sort of, uh, kind of a uh, challenge tonight, <laughs> but we'll push through and have some fun. Brian, tell us, what have you been up to? Uh, well, I believe since we last spoke, uh, received a, another negative COVID test. Well, that's fucking great. I'm glad I'm sitting right next yeah. to him. I said negative. negative. I took I one negative. too. Was yours negative? Well, I'm sitting next to you, so we'll figure <laughs> out one of us. No. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, mine was negative. No, just right. a lot of work. My poison ivy went away. Um, finally. Oh, good. And poison ivy? Who the fuck am I sitting yeah. next to? This dude's got co- Sorry, he got um, COVID, poison ivy. <laughs> and the AIDS train rolls around here. I'm running, <laughs> I'm gonna fight I'm running the gamut of, uh, of ailments here. <laughs> uh, no, just a, lot, just a lot of work and watching basketball and watching some uh, postseason baseball. Actually watched uh, Game Five of the NBA Finals with you after work on Friday, Jeff. That's true. I remember that. We were we had high hopes. <laughs> we were we were ready good. to come on tonight and talk about a possible Game Seven. It did not work out that way. Yeah, definitely. We were fired up though. Yeah, yeah that was finally a good game. Like a, finally a good game. Yeah, that's, in the, that's the game we deserved out of this finals. You know? Yeah, that was a uh, uh, that game. You had the. I mean, it was two heavyweights. It was LeBron and. Butler, you know. Yeah, yeah. That was definitely game five was mm-hmm. Braun and Butler. For those uh that haven't heard, the Lakers won the NBA championship last night, boo. Sunday night. Did you say boo? Yeah. <laughs> boo, y'all suck. I think you meant boo Lakers. <laughs> Which is completely understandable from my viewpoint. 
my Astros are in the playoffs in baseball, but nobody cares about that. So we'll just move on. I mean, good luck. They don't deserve it, but good Whatever. luck. Whatever. We didn't hit any trash cans this year, so we deserve everything. Yeah, they're probably still cheating. Uh, did they win today, Laddie? They played this afternoon. No, we lost four to two. Oh, so it's so they're they're down, down two. Yeah, but it's all right. I mean, that's ending. Basketball's ending. My job ended. I mean, hey, what else are we gonna end? <laughs> just playing? The world's ending. <laughs> dun dun dun. COVID's um, gonna end too. COVID, yeah, it's ending. Apparently, uh, was it November third? Yeah, 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 it's ending. November fourth, it's over. I heard that somewhere. Let's get into some fucking NBA news. Let's move along. This week, I'm sure you guys noticed the NBA Executive of the Year Award was given out. Did you guys yes. see this? Yeah. It went to Lawrence Frank, the former head coach, now executive for the Clippers. The voting's done by team executives, other team executives. What did you guys think about the Clippers and Lawrence Frank? Obviously, it's based on the season till March. Mm-hmm. So, okay, it's pre-playoff. <laughs> it's a small window. I mean, it's fair that the Clippers were rolling at that point. That's right. They, l- put, they put a team together. I like Lawrence Frank. I do. I liked yeah. him as a coach. Just, you know, seems like a pretty straight shooter. I mean, I don't know. Executive of the year, I don't know about that. <laughs> so some solid moves they pulled off, I guess. I mean, they have no future. and It's a win-now team. The Clippers? I Yeah. Yeah, just find out who their coach is, and it'll be good. Yeah, right. Maybe it's Lawrence Frank. Uh, <laughs> he's going to Pat Riley the situation <laughs> and just coach. <laughs> Lawrence Frank, if I remember right, he was always like a uh, – he, he was a teacher. Right? Yeah. Like he hung his hat on his teaching ability. Does that translate to executive? Maybe they should start a new category called uh, uh, like governor of the year. <laughs> so, you know, they, they don't call NBA owners owners anymore. They call them governors. Really? Yeah, it's a whole PC movement. Yeah. But who really put that team together? Was it Lawrence Frank or was it Balmer? Balmer. What do you think? Or was it? I think it was L.A. L.A. put that team together. Uh, that's the city. Yeah. I think it was Doc Rivers. I think Doc Rivers said who he wanted and how he'd do it, and Frank said, sure. And it got him <laughs> three-fourths of the way there. <laughs> <laughs> then what, they have three to one and then lost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so he got him three-fourths of the way there. Yeah. If But if Lawrence Frank and Doc Rivers were the coach of the Memphis Grizzlies, they would have not gotten Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. No, but LA's LA though. That's what I'm saying. So that's why that yeah. that worked out. Bombers got the deep pockets and LA is LA. So those dudes won the play in LA. I mean, as as we all saw the Toronto Boston series went 7 games. If Toronto would have had Kawhi Leonard, you tell me that Toronto wouldn't have won that series and that Toronto wouldn't have that Kawhi Leonard head to head with with Jimmy Butler wouldn't have gone to the finals again yeah maybe i don't know that's a tough call i think clippers just need more gel time and paul george needs to like i don't know get out of his shell i don't know he was so bad dude the clippers need a lot man they don't even have a coach but aside let's (laughs) not like we don't have to talk about the clippers a whole lot you know they put together a really good team with the offseason and uh, turned a team that really wasn't doing anything into a, a t- like they were a title contender. 
everybody had them as a contender for the title. Yep. Yep. I thought it was interesting because when I saw this news, the first thing I thought was Sam Presti, Oklahoma. Sure. They overachieved. They hauled a ton of picks from the Clippers and that was some savvy ass shit from Presti to pull get like their future is super bright. SGA is gonna be their starting point guard. And Chris Paul, I mean, who knows if he gets traded or not, but that team is kind of lined up to have like a a clean restart, you know? Oklahoma City? Yeah. Who's gonna coach them? Don't know yet. <laughs> Presti made the better long term moves, but they don't right. give awards on potential. You know? Right. So well, he came in second in the voting, which is says something. Sure, mm-hmm. they did overachieve. I mean, right, and they stayed competitive, and their future is insanely bright. Mm-hmm. If they and Oklahoma has a history of drafting well, as we know, they're not going away. Pat Riley came in third. Miami, <laughs> my boy, P. Riley, the goat. Yeah, the goat, Pat Riley. I like Patty R. I like him. John Horst from Milwaukee got fourth. Masai Ujiri came in fifth. And uh, apparently Memphis' Zach Kleiman got like one first place vote, came in sixth for the Grizzlies. Yeah. I hope Memphis stays aggressive for next season with their front office, but who knows? They just need to find some veteran leadership, dude. A little more veterans and we'll be all right. Yeah. Staying aggressive. I felt like they did a lot this year. Some the move, of that the moves the Grizzlies front office has made already. I'm I'm all in on them. I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, some of that's I, I, being lucky with John Morant, but true. And Brandon Clark. Yeah. True. Well, that I felt like that was a really savvy move grabbing grabbing Brandon Clark. Dude, he was the steal of the draft. I mean, he came in fourth for rookie of the year, right? Voting, dude. That's yeah. you, you steal your draft. Your your boy wins it, and then he comes in fourth. It's awesome. Yeah, if they can keep shit up like that, I think uh, he'll continue to be in the conversation right. for. Executive of the year. So, what else do you guys want to talk about? Anything? How about the NBA bubble not having any positive COVID cases and getting the season completed? Right, despite Daniel House's attempts. Well, you know. That's why it's testing and surveillance. That's what it's all about. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen more mask wearing in the bubble just because, like, Daniel House could have compromised the whole thing with what he did. And... The lackadaisical mask wearing within the bubble kind of like, I mean, uh, it could have been Outbreak City. She's going home every night from the bubble, mm-hmm. and he's hanging out with her in his hotel room doing whatever. Like, that could have easily turned into, like, an outbreak if she had been. Yeah, I straight positive. up thought somebody was going to, like, get the virus there and it was going right. to shut the shit down. I sure thought that was going right. to happen. But they definitely minimized it in the bubble, and uh, it worked. It fucking worked. So what was the – I forget who the hell said it, but the funniest thing I said was, like, why don't they just take the NBA bubble and just, like, slowly start (laughs) expanding it out, like, over Florida and then the rest of the country. Like, you just start there. Like, that's ground zero. We're all in the bubble. Eventually everybody's in the bubble. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I thought you are I mean, I think that's that's a good – thing to bring up i just thought everybody was gonna say screw it and get infected and i thought it wasn't gonna work it turned out a lot of people took it very seriously nobody really cheated too much Mm -hmm. as far as like 
fucking it up for everyone. Well, we had. The, I mean, you had some things happen in the in the very beginning. Uh, who was the player that left left the campus to pick up to go food? I forget yeah. who that was. Bruno. It was Bruno. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but the best was Lou Williams. I mean, the dude went to go get chicken wings yeah. at the strip club who was named after him. Hello. I mean, they came down hard on the guys that, that screwed up in the beginning, and I think they kind of they set a precedent, you know. We're not we're not going to play around here. We, we want this to be successful. Well, you know the it's Lakers were Right, yeah. the Lakers weren't going to play around. LeBron wasn't going to let that shit happen. I bet LeBron did bed checks too, by the way. Yeah, Mike Beasley showed up positive. They sent him home. I remember that. You in there? Yep. Okay, just checking. Oh. LeBron being the hall monitor. Yeah, I think uh, with the Lakers, like, they were all just kind of, like, you were allowed to hang out with your teammates and whatnot. Yeah, I don't think you were allowed to hang out with other teams in their rooms. Yeah. But I think, uh, like, most of these guys, it was a serious bonding experience for most teams. Yeah. I think sure. all those Laker guys were hanging out, playing Madden, whatever it was. Like, there was a lot of. Like, ain't nothing for us to do but, like, hang out after practice and maybe get some food and then go play video games. I think that was a lot of it. Uh, yeah, I wonder if they got those. They let those dudes smoke weed or not. I don't think anybody was stopping them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's one of those things where it's like, okay, well, fine. We just won't publicize it. They yeah. reported they weren't testing for it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But how are you going to get it in the bubble? And it's not oh, legal. Their ways. Oh, their ways. Shit, it's Florida. Yeah. <laughs> they have medical. They ain't got weed in Florida. Yeah. Like, okay, you're flying in on a private jet. There's too much money moving around within the NBA for them not to be able to get some pot. There's probably a dispensary on the property <laughs> on the campus of Disney World. Like Rondo's got a dude, right? Right, right next to Tomorrowland. <laughs> Like Rondo's brothers, not just like lining up haircuts. Oh sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean he, he's he's not a barber; he's a concierge. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's right. good. There was ways. Come on. Here's your. Here's Let's your, not be naive here. <laughs> here's your here's your fade and your dime bag. Here you go. Come on, J.R. Smith's not just gonna go without. J.R. <laughs> Smith, you, you mean the Morris guy? <laughs> I thought it was a, a great job done by the NBA, though, as a whole. You look at baseball and you look at football right now, and they're both having serious issues with COVID. Yeah. Probably can't put all of those people in a bubble, but it worked for the NBA, and they handled it responsibly. People took it seriously, I think, the players and staff. They got lucky some ways, but they also just reduced their risk. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah I think the bubble worked. Yeah. Uh, you know, b- baseball had a bunch of issues early in their season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they seemed to work it out once the postseason hit. And they bubbled it out, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're seeing what's happening in football right now, mm-hmm. uh, pro and college, and it's just, it's a mess. Yeah, they're not uh, playing by the rules exactly, it seems. Football's not a sport where you can, you know, you can it's you can't just play a doubleheader in football. Right. Yeah. You can't play a game one night and then play the next. But the one thing that's messed up about the whole thing is that with football, you play that once a week. Basketball, baseball, you're playing these things multiple times yeah. a week, these yeah. games, right? I mean, baseball multiple times a day. Right, yeah. so the bubble makes perfect sense with it. Okay, you stay in the bubble, you're going to play these games, we're going to knock this out. Football is not like that. If you do it once a week, 
dude, that's horrible. You're going to have to wait six days, play, wait six days, play. You can't do that with a bubble. Yeah. You know, you got to go to school. <laughs> well, they don't go to class, but, you know, they're, <laughs> they're supposed to go to yeah, class. They're supposed to do this. Yeah. You, you can't do that. I mean, if they did do that and they said, look, we're just going to go ahead and, like, do two games a week, that would actually be pretty badass. Well, let's look at, I mean, what other sports had the bubble? WNBA had a bubble. Hockey, NHL had a bubble, correct? Yeah. They were able to success successfully, you know, but play the, out their postseason. But so. also, also these sports, they play multiple times a week. Sure, sure. And I think that's the only reason, the only way you can do it is multiple sport, you know, multiple times. I had a thought earlier this week that the uh, NCAA should just move in to the bubble in Orlando. Just They're kind of doing something like that with ba- the NCAA basketball. They're I'm not exactly sure, but they could just they have. Yeah. What if they did? They're kind of lumping games together. Yeah, they're doing that with the with the early tournaments, and I think with conference play too. They're all I think they're all just going to go somewhere and yeah, play more. You know, play out. tested. Let's play three conference games. Uh You know, boom, knock them out. See, that would work. Take a week or two off. Make sure everybody's tested in the meantime. Boom, go play some conference games. Dude, what if they what if they went before the season? How fucked up would this be? It's it's probably not going to happen. But if they actually did that they all moved into the bubble they grabbed the top 25 teams and did like a tournament for the top 25 teams to get a national championship for the years over i mean not do it now but you know what i mean yeah like that that could possibly have worked if they thought about it in time right we didn't have that but what if they did it now before the season they grabbed the top 25 team basketball teams in college and said fuck it let's just do it real quick well they could have set up like regional bubbles and then played out a few games and then had yeah, like a they, little mini tournament to get into like the NCAA March Madness tournament. And then right, put but this happened the, the week before the tournament was supposed to start. them in a bubble. Right. And they, then have the championship and just basically it would just be a shortened season. Like, just Well, we know to, that now, but they didn't have that back then. Remember, it hit March right. 17th. So that basketball season was going to start that following week. Yeah, no, I know so, that, but it's never too late to... Right. Start something. No, I agree. I say we do. I fucking do it now. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I they think could La- just I think Laddie was saying, what if they'd done it in March? Well, yeah. They no, were no, no, still, no, no, they no, were no. still yeah. planning on playing games sure. back then. Right, 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 right. But what if they did it now, before the season, they take the yeah. top 25 teams and said, fuck it, let's just go ahead and just do something yeah. real quick. How everyone's eyes would be glued to the TV. Yeah, I mean it would it would be great for the seniors, right? And, and then, but then you start your season after that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you get a champion. Yeah, I understand what you're going. So, like the for. championship for the top twenty five teams would be basically like a preseason game, okay. right? You're playing a couple preseason games. Everyone's on a blank ca- canvas, you know, open playing field. It would be kind of cool. Yeah, if you're if you're a top twenty five team. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. But still, but still, yeah. that'd be yeah, that, that's true. There's that, and also. I'm not so sure these schools are willing to put up the funds to support a bubble like that. Yeah. I think they're losing so much fucking cash that they, that yeah. I, I think next year you'll just see basketball regardless. Yeah. Something like that would have to be funded by the NCAA. The schools yeah. aren't putting up any money for that. Yeah. Right. Especially in basketball. Basketball doesn't make as much as football. And we all know how loose the NCAA is with their cash hmm. and how much they care yeah. about their players <laughs> and, teams yeah okay shit ncaa ain't doing nothing uh i think they just roll it out next year just like they're doing football right now rolling it out Mm -hmm. all right let's get on 
Let's get back on a little on track. So what happened this week? L.A. won two games. And Miami won one game. It has been decided. There is a champion. Like it or not, yeah. it happened. Well, let's start with game four. Let's get into some house lights. <laughs> uh, game four was Tuesday. First thing I noticed was both teams were really playing hard. Uh, it was a lot of back and forth. It seemed like everybody was really uh, zoned in on defense, just watching the game, you know. At this point, I thought Miami had kind of figured out what's going on. If AD or Braun get the ball in the post, you saw Miami sending guys from the weak side to help. And it was effective in the first half. I was just kind of watching that. I was watching what Miami does on defense against L.A. And it was effective. It was a, it was a close game. Uh, I, I, I kept getting distracted watching this game. I don't know if you guys have heard this in the game. There's somebody, I don't know who it is. There's people that have been just screaming. <laughs> At the game. I heard it. I don't know who it is, but it sounds insane. It sounds super crazy. It's it sounds like either children or like women. Is it not is it not the piped in crowd noise? No. It's every time the Lakers get the ball. Sounds like a kid. Or every time the Lakers make a basket, it's like this really loud screaming. It sounds like a kid screaming. That's what because I heard it last night or whatever the other night. Yeah, and it was anytime they scored or did something good. I mean, that's, that was like, after I heard it the first few times, I couldn't not hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> it was just somebody is losing their fucking mind. I assume it's somebody that was brought into the bubble. I don't know what it is, but there's there was major Laker support. I yeah. wasn't hearing it for the heat. One of the things I realized in the game was that I'm fucking tired <laughs> Of watching LeBron complain and cry <laughs> at the refs' faces. Like, why the hell do they allow him to carry on with this shit? You, the king can do what he does, okay? Whatever he want to do, the king gets to do. Like, why is he the only player that's allowed to get in a referee's face? He's the king. And complain and scream. I thought they were going to start, like, doing something about that. No complaining. Like, they were going to start teching people up. You can't you can't do that. He's LeBron, dude. It's a fucking double standard. Yeah, I know you can't do it to LeBron. It's fucking nonsense. He's the man, dude. Uh, I mean, the Lakers kind of do it as a squad. I mean, they all, you know, I think it's probably Le- LeBron's influence. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Yeah. Why are they allowed? Why is this? Why are these referees continuing to allow this? But what do you think? If it was going to be a major tech like issue where LeBron was going to get techs, I feel like. It would have been addressed. I think it's annoying. Mm-hmm. He's always doing that, like his hands out and mm-hmm. that furrow brow or whatever he's doing. That's right. He's allowed to ye- yell at J.R. Smith as much as he wants, but like everybody else, come on, man, chill. I mean, this dude is right in the referee's face over and over and over, just complaining and crying all the time. Do you think that takes away from him? From the stigma of how good he is, and he's the king. Chris Paul's doing the same shit too, though. He's trying to control the game. Chris Paul ain't got no rings either. He's not trying to control the game through his play. He's trying to control it like psychologically. The refs don't want to hear it, so they're going to make the calls. Right. It's fucked up. I don't like it. 
I'm fucking tired of it. Did anybody see what uh, Orlando's guard uh, Evan Fournier said about that? Uh, uh what? So apparently he was being interviewed on French TV. Evan Fournier said. You might want to pull that mic a little closer. Evan Fournier said on French TV, our first pre-bubble game was against the Lakers, and they complained from the first to the last minute. Although it was a scrimmage, no TVs or anything. It's just how the Lakers approach games. Ooh. Dude, I mean, he's not wrong. Fuck L.A. <laughs> it's just a way of manipulating the game. I guess that's part of the game now. But I I swear a few years ago, they were like the NBA was trying to cut some of that shit out. Yeah. No more fucking complaining. Like, I'll just play the game. But they play favorites. Stop trying to influence the fucking referees. Yeah, but they play favorites. They all do in every sport, man. Well, it's a fucking you know? shame. It oh, takes away from the game. Well, no, yeah, of course. And then it changes the whole damn game. I mean, just like Tom Brady and the tuck rule back then, you know? Oh, let's change it because of this guy. Dude, if LeBron does something, they're going to change it because of him. Well, I mean, if Le- LeBron thinks that if he if he talks enough, I mean, if he just gets a slight advantage against the refs, if they call something even slightly different, I don't know, to his advantage, you know. People are it calling gives him an him the edge. Goat. It's just another edge. People calling him the goat today. Who's the goat? It is annoying, though. It's very annoying. They're talking about LeBron being the goat. LeBron? People are talking about LeBron being the goat today. See, I don't know. You put LeBron in the Eastern Conference in the mid-90s, and he's not getting past the Eastern Conference Finals, I think. Dun-dun-dun. I can't. I cannot, because I grew up watching Jordan. Dude, I just I can't, I can't. I I can I can say that LeBron is a great player. He's probably the, he's the greatest player in the NBA right now. I'll say that. Right. Here you go. Let me ask you a question real quick. I mean, I guess I don't even I can't give him goat it. status though. I just I can't. I watched I watched Michael Jordan play. Jordan would have found a way to beat LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Whether it was deferring to Pippen like oh, you're just going to leave Pippen open? All right. I'll draw the defense in, and Pippen's going to be fucking open, <coughs> whoever it was. So he's not the GOAT. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan would find an edge. He would find an edge. Let me, let's say you're a referee yeah. in the NBA, right. and you've got LeBron complaining about a call, right. and you've got Jordan complaining about a call. Right. <laughs> well, or just who are you, you giving the favorable calls I to? I mean, if LeBron tries to guard Jordan, I'm just saying hypothetically. Right. Like oh boy. Jordan's gonna, oh boy. Jordan's gonna fucking find a way to get LeBron off of him through a pick, a screen, whatever. And then it, it's all it's all downhill. It's Jordan time. Like Jordan found a way to score. That you you don't think that every team in the nineties was giving their best effort to stop him? Hell yeah. Like that's what That was the game plan. That's okay, so Try to stop me, I'll figure out a way. That was that was Jordan. I like, mean, but LeB- right. I mean, LeBron does that too. Yep, right. LeBron's LeBron is just as dominant. Yeah. in the current league, you know. Yeah. I think Jordan. I think I think LeBron cries more than Jordan. I think that Jordan's. I think you, you can't compare him. I think it's apples to oranges to a point. I mean, the dude's like six nine, two seventy, two eighty, and he and he flies like Jordan, but he bangs like like. Patrick Ewing, you know, so the guy, I think physically he's like a different specimen. So I, I kind of saw, I saw a meme earlier today and it had like Jordan, the goat, and it was with Pippen or me. He's with uh, Kobe and it was like the Mamba. And then it was LeBron, the King. And I literally think that they're three different players. I, I don't think that you can say this one's better than this one. This one's better than this. one. I think you can, 
the most comparable ones are Jordan and Kobe because of size wise, right? Size and position. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have LeBron that can play the one or he can play the five, depending on who the hell he's playing against. And he's still going to dominate. So I think going and saying he's the go to greatest of all time. No, he's not the greatest of all time. Michael Jordan's the greatest ball player of all time. LeBron is great at his position too. Charles Barkley was great at his position too. So was all these guys. Like LeBron, if he played in the nineties or eighties, eighties and nineties, probably would have been to the Eastern Conference Finals a lot of times. Yeah. If, let's just say he played for Cleveland, they would have been to the yeah. But so would have Jordan, and I'm just saying, like, it would have been, like, Pippen versus LeBron. Like, (laughs) Jordan would have found a way to win those fucking games. I don't think you get 10 finals appearances from LeBron in the 90s if Jordan's on the fucking court. I think the game, I think the game's different, too, back then, you know? I mean, they were banging around back then. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now these guys are flopping and they're doing this and that and this call and that call. It's just a whole different ball game. So, I mean, you just really can't compare them. Yeah. It's hard to, and really you shouldn't compare eras like that. No, not at all. But it's a, it's a, everybody's having this conversation. We might as well chip in. Sure. But I mean, if you, well, so are you talking, uh, so you're talking peak? Are we like what Simmons talks about is, Peak Jordan versus peak LeBron, or Lon, like the LeBron's peak has been going on for so long. Right. LeBron, he's gone to how many three different teams, and he's taken all those teams to the finals. Like, yeah, but Jordan, every, yeah, but Jordan stopped yeah. to win a championship in NCAA first, and then he went to go ahead and play in the NBA. Yeah, that's true. Did he win the North Carolina won a national championship? Oh yeah, his freshman year. <laughs> his freshman year. He played two more years, and then Dean Smith was like, "Man, you got to get on out of here, brother. You, you too good." Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I, I think it's hard to to say one is better than the other. Though Le- Jordan has six championships, LeBron has four. You could argue that the league is deeper than it was with Jordan. You could. Uh, and, I, I mean, think- you could argue this any any number of ways, and I don't think anybody's right or wrong. I have a hard time saying, like I. I have a hard time saying LeBron's not the GOAT, and I have a hard time saying that Michael Jordan's not the GOAT. They're both awesome. Well, here you go. I got one for you there, Bo. Is LeBron going to win two more championships? Okay. Okay. If he wins two more championships and he gets one more finals MVP at age 36, and then he gets, let's say he gets a finals MVP at age 37, and then is like a key contributor to a championship. In, th- in three, two to three years from now, and he's 38, 39, whatever he is, and he gets two more championships, then who's the GOAT? Robert Ory. I mean, because Robert Ory's win more than all of them, so fuck him. You mean, you mean Danny Green? Yeah, right. I have a hard time saying that one's better than the other and one... No, but here's the question, though. Is LeBron going to win two more championships? Yes or no? Does that make LeBron a better basketball player? I'm just, I'm just asking: Is LeBron going to win two more? I'm at Jeff. It's unlikely. Okay, I would say that that's it's unlikely, but it's not impossible. Jeff, is LeBron winning two more? Yes or no? I don't know who stops them next year. AD is about to probably sign a long term deal in yep. LA. He'll probably opt out of his contract this year, opt out of twenty eight million dollars to sign a long term deal in LA, which will put. I mean, Bron's only got like another year or two anyway, but. 
That'll put those two together for a long time, mm -hmm. probably for the rest of their careers. 80s, still a pretty young guy. Yeah. He's clearly one of the most dominant players in the league. I mean, we saw that. Shit, this guy's hitting jump shots and threes, and he's 6'10", and he's... He was on a busted foot. In banging. Game. He's banging down low. He's game just, five, he had a busted foot, and he's still running around. And the Lakers are going to have so much flexibility to put around those two guys whatever they want. So yes, I think he gets two more. Brian, LeBron winning two more championships. Who's going to stop him? Injuries are the only thing that can stop him. Braun's going to be 36, 37. I think 37. it's tough because the, because the league is deep. But I mean, I, like Bo said, it's not impossible. Watch it's out, Warriors. Impossible. Warriors in Brooklyn are on their way up. I don't think Brooklyn is. I think the they Warriors are, are going to be there. I think that LeBron has – I think it's about 78% that LeBron's going to win another championship. And I think that yeah. what he said – when he won about what's the girl Janie 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 Buss. Janie Buss, yeah dude she's gonna make sure that shit's right they're gonna you signed it they're gonna get him they're gonna sign what's his name and they're gonna get somebody else who can shoot they're gonna get some whole another player whole another veteran players in there they're gonna get your boy from um who's that sharpshooter out of there of uh, Phoenix Kyle Corver nope no, I'm kidding. Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Phoenix, Man, Phoenix. They'll, they'll get like a Devin Booker. I'm no, telling you, they're, they're going to get a good ass player. How the fuck are the Lakers going to get Devin Booker? They're, they're not. Their cupboard's dry. Man, I'm telling you, they're they're gonna take, I'm telling you someone's going to want to win a championship, and they're going to go over there, and they're going to take less money to win a ring with AD and LeBron. Yeah, it's not going to be a young guy. It's going to be Devin Booker. It's going to be fucking all, the entire fucking roster from Detroit. In Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be Kevin Love no, and but Blake Griffin and who fucking else wants out of their fucking spot. Right. John Wall's going to go play for the Lakers. Like It's going to be... You're going to have some, but you're going to have... <laughs> no, but, but, but I, think, I think the Lakers are smart enough knowing that LeBron's on their tail end, so if they want to keep up what they got going and with, with uh, AD out there, they're going to sign AD to a long contract. They're not going to sign LeBron, but you got to have somebody fill that shoe. So you're going to have like a fucking two-guard. Who are you going to put? you got to have a, some good two-guard coming out there. I think we're going to see another Lakers team like that Shaq, Kobe... Carl Malone, Gary Payton. <laughs> yeah, th well, yeah, that's what we had yeah. now. But see, that's what we had now, though. If you, if you if you really think about it, look at Dwight Howard. He finally got a ring. Rajon Rondo got a ring. Jared Dudley got a ring. All these guys are great at what they do. They just play with LeBron, and they quit all their bullshit. Man, Jared Dudley didn't get a fucking minute. Like, whatever. Yeah. I'm not. Okay. He and hits, Dwight he, Howard, he hit some threes. how much did he play in the last game? He hit a three at the end of the game. Solo? Solo did. Solo did. <laughs> he was in there. Right, that's coming Solo up later. Won. Look. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got. I want to talk about the coaching moves in, in Game Six at some point. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. I've got some solid analysis. But yeah, but anyways, I, yes, I think game? I think LeBron has seventy eight percent chance to fucking win another ring. Dwight Howard played one in Game Six. Last night. I was just about to say he played one fucking minute. Did he score? Yeah, he had a <laughs> three. champion, three. champion of the he world. Look at Banging that. We, threes. I'm telling you, I thought his career was going to end after he was there in Orlando, getting getting his career is over. Fired, and then he moved and moved and moved, and all that other crap happened in his personal life. Now Dude. he shows up with L. A. He wins a ring on a non guaranteed contract. <laughs> He's going to be gone, but they're going to get somebody else. They'll get somebody else to, to fill to fill that. Yes, that spot. they're going to get Steve yes. Francis and Stephon Marbury. <laughs> no, yes, no. If, like I I brought it up on last week's fucking show. Like 
the Lakers are wide open after next year. Yeah. As far as who they can sign Dude, and bring they're, in. They're going to get talent. They're going to get yes, like a Bradley yes. Beal. They're going to get like a How? how what there. is their flexibility? How can they sign? They're going to get Bradley Beal and, and Man, they're gonna figure Devin it out. Booker. Well, they're going to get Carl Towns too because Anthony Davis no. is like playing center. They're going to get free agents though. Yeah, they're going to get, get good ass free agents. Yes. Those guys aren't free agents. I don't I don't know who he's talking about. Right. Look, I'm just right. saying like I think he's just I think Laddie is just trying to say that they're going to get players. They're going to get players and they're going to get good names. players. He's saying names. I don't know why yeah. he's saying those names, but they're going to get fucking Well, I'm players. talking about those caliber style of players, yeah. right? If 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 they're if they're open well, and their contract works out, everything's going to be fine. Hey, we're going to sign you for a 2-year deal. We know you can make a shitload, but you you know what? You're 30 two years old you want to go ahead and so get a ring right now people Might as well, well people so yeah, will that's what team up. that's what paul Millsap does though that's not what yeah devin booker does but i no, get your point I mean, Bre- right. I mean Bre- uh, yeah paul Millsap. <laughs> no they're they're, they're hand they're hamstrung next year they're not they don't they don't have any flexibility next year right i know but look at two years from now but i'm saying but i guess brian what i was also saying is like someone's going to kind of fill that role you got to have the next coming up person right so you're still going to have 80 down low you got to take lebron's position somehow so why not try to get these players now they take a little bit less pay cut next thing you know you're still going to win a championship all these players end up doing it in their 30s There's no doubt in my mind that player they got lou all dang on the books for next year and the, in right. the next year right but there's no doubt in my mind that players will join up. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. To go to LA and play right. with LeBron and AD. There's no doubt in my mind. Mm-hmm. Who those players are, I'm not willing to get into that right now because I don't want to just throw names out all willy nilly. <laughs> but <laughs> seriously, you don't think Akeem Olajuwon's going to go over there and play? There him? will be players <laughs> in situations where they come up Vince as Vince Carter's free coming out of retirement. Okay, you done? I'm just, I'm just kidding. It's going to be guys like it's going to be guys like. Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, whoever the right. fuck, whoever the fuck is stuck, Blake Griffin, who knows? Right. Whoever's stuck on a team, they're just done. Yeah, no, I agree. And the team's not bringing them back. It'll be guys like that. It'll happen, and that's why I say that they probably will win two more in L.A. But that all, like I, I've, like I said, it all hinges on health. AD is known to get hurt. He got hurt kicking some dude knee he got hurt kicking duncan robinson's knee with his foot yeah AD gets hurt lebron ain't getting no younger these injuries are have to be a major concern but the you know the lakers they're just gonna go at it full throttle right it's right. the la way you know it's they, their bus they, way they were down for a while but i mean i'd swing for the fences I, I think now they have all the momentum towards them so yeah speaking of the lakers i saw an interesting stat the NBA put out. You guys know about this, right? The 55-0. and 0. So the NBA put out a stat that the Lakers were 55-0 and 0 when leading after the third quarter. And it's, I don't know what they're basing that on, but it's not the whole season. It's not the, it's not the first game of the season. It's not the first game. They lost. The Lakers led by six the first game of the year. And then ended up losing by 10 to the Clippers. First game of the year. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is going on here? They start counting that stat after that game? Probably. I mean, you can can make, you can find a statistic. Dude, you can't. If you want. (laughs) That is so inappropriate to put that stat up. And people think, people are going to see that and think that's for the whole year. Right. Now, if it's not for the whole year, then that's super misleading and 
Downright false advertising. I think Jeff wants to speak to a manager. I'm fucking disappointed <laughs> in the NBA for flying that stout out, stat out all over the place. And it's like, what are they basing it on? I thought it was, I thought it was fucking bullshit. I saw it on the game. Uh, I will talk about it later, whatever. I just thought maybe you guys had had a thought on that. How do you feel about that? I mean, ESPN has to have some kind of graphic to put on the front page of their website. So do they put it on every social media account and giant like Laker flaming graphics? Like (laughs) we're so hot. We can't be like, we can't lose after a third quarter. If we're winning after a third quarter, we never, we never lose. Mm -hmm. Why is the NBA doing it? And it's not even coming from a Lakers fucking profile. The NBA is doing that. Oh, it was from NBA and not ESPN? It was the NBA. Oh. Like, what kind of shit is that? You're playing fucking favorites. Yeah. It's all rigged. System is rigged, man. That's fucked up, though. I'm sorry, but either somebody didn't fact check or they seriously did just promote the fucking Lakers. Did you check to see if it happened again after the first game against the Clippers? No, I didn't have enough time. Uh, I can't go through every fucking game and add up the first three quarters of every Laker game. What are you what what are you paying that intern for? I Laddie. <laughs> well, I'm not your intern. I'm the co host. Well, you ain't paid. Yeah. That's saying. <laughs> Shit. No, I, I just I need to check crazy. out my my contract. Contract. We don't, <laughs> don't contract. Exactly. Contract. There will, there will be no contracts you know, here. We don't need no stinking contracts. There will be no contracts here. I just thought, <laughs> look, I just thought it was fucked up that the NBA was. It's just clicks, man. They want the LA fans to like grab. Yeah, we're the best. They're just pushing this like false stat. That's weird. You mean fake news? I guess. I hate that term. Say it. Say it. Mm-mm. <laughs> fake news dude they want to you know they want you to smash that like and follow on instagram <laughs> <laughs> damn i didn't know the lakers no. never lost a game this whole year <laughs> anyway i don't know i don't want to talk about it too much i just thought it was an interesting thing that happened this week in hoops i want to say jeff jeff texted me that yeah a few days ago i could tell and the next time i saw him he brought it up again he was very fired up about it I can't, can you believe what they're doing? (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get back to the game, huh? Yeah. Look, the next interesting thing that happened in that game was it it was tied at 83 with six minutes left in the game. (laughs) And I'm thinking, all right, here it is. Finally, the dramatic finish (laughs) to a game that we've been craving. Like, this game is going to be a good one. And then here comes Rondo. He's making steals. He's getting rebounds. He's making passes. Passes two assists. Rondo is a... I don't know if he's under-talked about because I think everybody's kind of like caught on to his value. But Rondo was so good. Rondo was awesome. Man, he was so valuable to that team. He's your savvy veteran. Yeah, absolutely. Around that time, I noticed like Jay Crowder and LeBron were kind of getting into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jay fouled Braun a couple possessions in a row, and you could tell Braun was really getting fucking pissed off about it. 
Jay was giving him pretty hard fouls, and Braun was crying again. That was, I think, was that the game where LeBron, like Jay, like arm slung LeBron over? Yeah, like over, like tried to break his arm off of his game body. Four. We're still talking about game four, right? Yeah, yeah. There was a couple hard fouls there, but it's just like fucking Braun, like his reactions. It's just a playoff foul. Just don't fucking care it's for just a playoff foul. I don't care for the way he fucking acts. I'm sorry. Like, he's a great player. Like, you don't have to act that way. He feels like he always has to sell it for some reason. Mm-hmm. What is that? What the hell is that shit? Did we lose Bo? No, I was, I was peeing. Yeah. I stopped my video. Uh, I hear you talking about Rondo. Yeah, Rondo was good. Savvy vet, man. I mean, prototypical floor general. He does. He makes, he makes the intangible plays. He, uh, <laughs> just a player that. Brings his lunch pail to work every day. You know, he, he do? really gets after it. Yeah. He brings his barber to the bubble. That's he right. shows up when it counts, I'll tell you that. He makes big plays. He makes he makes shit happen. It's Rondo's presence on the court. He's just you can tell he's a veteran. You just watch the game. Lakers were shooting threes. They were missing. Miami's getting their chance. There's four minutes left in the game. And this is about the time that Mark Jackson said, uh Oh, Said a hero is more than a sandwich. Oh. <laughs> oh. What do you guys think about that comment from Mark Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Just sound effects at this point. So corny, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was funny because it was, it was classic just commentator booth nonsense sure like, he, how long he been waiting to say that <laughs> <laughs> he's been he was he was shopping that joke like pre-playoffs <laughs> him and jeff no <laughs> him and jeff probably talked about it before the fucking tip off <laughs> like, man i got one <laughs> i got a line uh who knows it failed miserably oh nobody liked it apparently I don't know. You think if if any any anyone else other than Mark Jackson had said it, it would have landed a little know. better? Do you think people that's, just don't like Mark Jackson? I, that's that's a good question. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just because Mark Jackson said it. <laughs> I think it's just a corny fucking line. Yeah. <laughs> like I think if I think if Stan Van Gundy says it. <laughs> I, think Stan, his, I think his delivery would have been different. You he would have never said that. Mark Jackson's delivery was just very, you know, hyperbolic, grandiose, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Should we move on to game five? Yeah, no joke. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to make fun of Mark Jackson, but you guys aren't on board. That's fine. Oh, no, I'm with you. I just, I don't move on. I don't have anything funny to say about the not funny thing that he said. All right. So (laughs) getting back to the game, it was pretty much over. AD hit that big three with like 40 seconds left in the game to go up by nine. That pretty much sealed it. That was mm-hmm. pretty much the end of it. My big takeaway from the game was Olenek wasn't there. Nope. You love Olenek. Wasn't you think there. Sp- if Olenek was going to make a difference, Spolster wouldn't play him? Please. They won game three in part because of Olenek. I agree. Ah. I like Olenek. The, the reason that I liked Olenek was because he matched up against the bigs really well. Yeah. And was putting in effort. And Miami seemed like they went small 
in game four, they went away from what worked in three, which pounding the big man inside. Kelly Olenek only played 12 minutes in that game. If four points and two rebounds is not enough time on the court. I don't know. I felt like they had they they went away from what worked. I mean, I think Olenek worked in that game because I mean it just gave it gave Miami a different look to throw it at L.A. Yeah, kind of. I mean, you, can you can you get away with that for more than one game? Right. It's a good point. It's a good point. And maybe that's why. But uh, most of that was because Bam. I mean, Bam was out, and then Bam's back. Bam was back for game four. And and not that Bam's bad, but I think throwing the different looks at the Lakers was a good thing for Miami. I thought Myers Leonard, too. Like, he should have played more. Whatever. He's getting no minutes. He's not even coming in the game. That Like, that guy's fresh, you know? I don't get it. I don't understand why you go away from something that works. Maybe I'm naive. Wasn't he banged up, though? I see your point there. Yeah. Mix it up a little bit. Get him a little more rest. I think I think Olenek's the guy you use there and not Myers Leonard. No solo. No Leonard. Let's just move on to game five. Game five was Friday, right? Yes. And let me tell you something. I thought that was going to be the end of the championship. Thought it was going to be over. But Jimmy Butler showed out big time. But I think the worst part was the Morris guy. Like, he could have won the game from Los Angeles. Jimmy Butler did everything. He played, what, 400 minutes, I think, in that game. <laughs> he played, like, 40, 47 minutes or something like that. It was sick what he played. And anyways, the guy was good. He he kept him in there. But here's the point, though. Like, when you know you're down that much and you have to win that and you have to do all this by yourself, are you really going to be able to do that for the next three games? Ain't happening, partner. It it's tough. Happening. It's doable. It's not do- for him with that squad. They're young. They're good. But for him, there's no way they could have made that happen. That's just a fact, right? But he's a star. I thought he was the trashiest player that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> no, I didn't like him. Right? I talked about this throughout the whole podcast. I didn't like Jimmy Butler. I thought he was a bad locker room guy. I thought he was kind of like a Leonard, to where he's. Like prima donna. That's what I thought that, that Jimmy Butler was. And then he went from this place to this place. I mean, I thought in Philly yeah. they were going to fucking roll, man, to be honest with you. and then I next, feel like you just didn't know Jimmy Butler. Well, I still don't know Jimmy Butler. But I think that the way that he comes off and he plays, I'm like, all right, this mofo's got some heart. Yeah. That's when I learned about the guy. He's got heart. He's going to go out there and give you more than what he has. And a player like that, I really, really like. Like, I like gamer kind of dudes. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, those guys who are just straight up like, I will give you my fucking all, and you know they're dying on the court because they ain't got nothing left or on the field or on the whatever. I love players like that. And he's, he, he became one. I even wrote that down. <laughs> I was like, Lily Jeff, I read that. Jimmy Butler, like, like, the way that he impressed me, he just balled the fuck out. And I think that they should have, they should have, they won the game. They were good. I didn't think they were going to win the series, though. But I do think that um, that game was awesome, and yeah. Morris is a dummy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, but but Danny Green shoots a three pointer. There's 16 seconds left oh. on the clock. He shoots a three, and I'm sorry, I fast forward to the thing. Yeah, he did. But but, but, okay. but but still, the whole point is 
he gets the rebound, and instead of looking to his left where he had Danny Green open, to his right he had Caldwell Pope open. Both of them are three-point shooters. He looks over at the guy who's been limping on the fucking court for the past 10 minutes. <laughs> that's who you're going to go give it to, the dude with the busted leg? Well, he panicked. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's like J.R. Smith just being like, what's up? That's like, that's like uh, Chris Webber calling a timeout. Like, you just didn't know what to do at that moment. And he threw the ball away. Lakers could have ended it right then and there. Right. So the Lakers were up 3-1 in a best of seven series. For those who are listening that don't know what the fuck is going on. (laughs) (laughs) First team to four wins takes it all. So it was an elimination game for Miami. The Lakers were wearing their black Mamba jerseys. They wanted to close that game out in those jerseys so yeah. bad. Yeah, they yeah. did. So yeah, bad. they did. But Morris had other plans. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jimmy Butler did too. <laughs> Jimmy Butler, dude. The end of that game, Jimmy Butler just put it. He put it on his back. Do you like Jimmy Butler, bro? I do. I do. I've, Why do you like Jimmy I've, Butler? I've, see, I've I've heard you speak on the podcast about about Jimmy Butler, and I I think the issue with Jimmy Butler is that he before he went to Miami, he played on two teams where he he went into the situation where those two teams. Uh, Minnesota and, and Philly. They had guys on that team that thought they were already the man on that team. Jimmy Butler's a guy that's got to come in and he's got to be the man on the team. Sure. And that's what he did in Miami. It's okay. Who, uh, you know, he goes to Philly and he's got, you know, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Uh, he goes to Minnesota. He's got Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns. Right. And he comes in there and he makes them, he makes those guys uncomfortable. Right. He, he pushes them. He forces them to be uncomfortable, forces them in pressure situations. If you watch Jordan growing up, and and if you watch the Last Dance documentary, I mean that was kind of that was Jordan's thing. He you know he he was not a nice guy in the locker room. He wasn't a nice guy on the court. Right. Um. He, he wasn't the friendliest guy to be around. He just wanted to win. Yeah. Uh, I think that's when when you see everything kind of falling apart around him in in uh, Minnesota and Philly. I think that was the problem. Is that you've got a couple of young guys um, on both teams mm-hmm. um, who just weren't ready for the kind of attitude. Jimmy Butler has that Jimmy bro- Jimmy Butler brought. You know? I I agree, but thing about it is that a lot of these guys need to buck up and do it. Then, well, I that's mean, that's on them. That's yeah. on those players. It's not on Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler was the man in Chicago right. too. He was he was awesome in Chicago. Well, it, it, well, it's all about the fit, and which which is weird about the whole thing is is even the Andre Iguodala thing, right? When he went there, I mean, these people know something that we obviously don't know. Sure, you know what I'm saying? We're like, why is Andre Iguodala going to go there? They've got rookie guys. They have young dudes. And look, I love Jr. Crowder. I love Jr. Crowder, man. I watched him when he played with the Grizz. I watched him when he was Boston. I thought that guy is a JYD. Love that kind of dude. You know, Jay's yeah. great. Yeah, it's a yeah. free agent. Yeah, and then and then, but they made it work though. Then you have Tyler Hero that shows up out of nowhere it's and end then up on the Lakers ass. next year. Who? Yeah. Jr. Crowder. Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. J- Jay Crowder. Jay yeah. Crowder and Paul Millsap. I could, dude. I could see Jay Crowder <laughs> doing that, dude. He, but he's that badass guy that you need. Both you know what I'm saying? Like, I love Kenneth Freed back in the day, but anyways. Right. You know, I still love that. And and I'm telling you, with the Tyler Hero kid, with that Duncan Robinson dude, they've got so much going on in there. And I hats off to fucking Eric Spolstra, man, to be honest with you, because that dude, it's like he took these no-name people and took them to the NBA championship. Yeah. It all circles back to Jimmy Butler, in my opinion. Yeah, I was say Jimmy Buckets. Yeah, hey, Buckets. Jimmy Butts. Jimmy Buckets. They're Speaking of New York, you know, I went to a comedy club in New York and uh, 
I sat down next to Artie Lang, and we talked. And the Knicks were playing the Bulls. I had to ask to put the game on. I was like, "Hey, will you put the game on?" <laughs> and the bartender was like, "What game is on?" It's like I'm not just gonna put something on. <laughs> I was like, "It's Knicks Bulls. Good game." <laughs> and uh, Artie Artie turns around. And he goes, "He goes Knicks Bulls." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, man, it should be a good game." He's like sitting behind me or something. And uh, <laughs> what did he say? He goes. He goes, Jimmy Buckets. This is back when he was still playing for the Bulls. Sure. He goes, that Jimmy Buckets, he's a hell of a fucking player. And he he knew then that Jimmy Butler was for, a for real player. Who said that, Artie Lang? Yeah. Well, he was just high at the time. So he, no, he was actually, I think he was sober. He was, like, <laughs> he was like on one of his sober stints. But uh, he also continued to talk to me about how much money he lost betting on basketball. <laughs> <laughs> and so on and so on in it. He's like, where are you from? I was like, Memphis. I'm only in town for a couple more nights. <laughs> He's like, oh, cool, nice. Well, enjoy your time. Like, blah blah blah. Just, just being like a, like a normal dude. Yeah. But like, yeah. also knowing how to like talk to people without getting like too close. It's <laughs> like, all right. Well, uh, I'm gonna go. Jeff, like, you never told me you met Artie Lang in New York. Yeah, turn. me neither. Yeah. He turned and, like, talked to some other people. He's like, what's going, what else is going on in the world? Like, they were all just talking about, like, politics and stuff. Sure. Oh, yeah. That's, that yeah. sucks. It was pretty funny. It was, like, a brief, like, meeting, but it was, sure. like, over hoops, you yeah. know? I was like, hey, can you put the game on? I'm wasted at this point. I'm waiting <laughs> for, like, the last show at the comedy club, which I almost missed completely, and I barely remember, but, <laughs> but uh, it was a good time. I was by myself just drinking at this bar, and. It was it was funny, not too often. I that kind of thing doesn't happen here in Memphis. You know, you don't be sure. sitting at the bar and like. I'm a big fan of stand up comedy, so to be able to just kind of like chit chat with somebody like Dave Chappelle at that level. I mean, dude, like Dave Chappelle walks up in a Blue City cafe and you're just like, "What's up, dude?" This was before Aziz got in trouble or whatever, but like Aziz was like hanging out right there. <laughs> and I'm like. I'm like looking over my shoulder. I'm like, I really want to fuck with these guys, but like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Cause I like, I, I'll just be that asshole, <laughs> you know? Like, hey guys, <laughs> let me get all up in your shit. <laughs> nah, I'm not that guy. But uh, he did, like, he was interested when I asked it for the basketball game to get put on. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. He knew about Jimmy Butts. Oh, he knew about Jimmy Butler. That's the thing. And that was back in Chicago. Uh, he was interested, you know? And, what did uh, we, that, we were watched, so we watched game five together after work. Uh, we caught most of the yeah. second half. That was the game that me and Brian watched after work. Yeah, we missed uh, most of the game, but I did go back and rewatch this game. You made You made a point while we were watching that, I think Jimmy Butler came down at the end of the fourth quarter and was three sh three shot attempts in a row. Oh yeah, yeah. That's when we realized it's it's time. He's he's realized that he's got to take over. Yeah, this was a good one. One thing I noticed when I was going back and kind of rewatching the game, not even halfway through the first quarter, was when Jimmy Butler and Dwight Howard kind of got tangled up under the basket. Y'all remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. There was like all that grabbing going on yeah. Yeah. under the <laughs> basket. My immediate reaction was, okay, here we go. This is going to be a good game. It's going to be feisty. It's going to be aggressive. 
You think that interaction lit a lit a fire in Jimmy? I think it lit a fire under everybody. It was like shit. This is an elimination yeah. game. Yeah, it's getting real. It's the the interaction. I just talk about for a second here. Is uh, they were battling for a position in the post, and then Jimmy Butler just kind of grabs Dwight and like pushes him out of bounds. Some of it, I think, is Jimmy's just tired of Dwight's bullshit. <laughs> Constant the, antics. The way he's treating Jimmy's teammates, mm-hmm. perhaps. He just yanked them out of bounds. And uh, hmm. it kind of looked like Jimmy Butler was about to body slam Dwight Howard. <laughs> but re-watching it, I think he just, like, hit him in the nuts. <laughs> he, like, reached from behind. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't notice that. I sent you the video today. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> He just reached behind him and like nut shot. I feel like he was just like trying to hit him in the nuts so the refs wouldn't see it or whatever. I don't know. He almost went for it. It's hard to tell if he was gonna body slam him or if it was just a nut shot. But it's kind of a cheap shot from Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. They both just kind of clamped onto each other, and you can see if you watch closely, you can see Dwight being like, he's saying it over and over, and he's stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> Like, they're tangled up, and, like, they're grabbing on each other. Let me go. Let me go. Jimmy Butler is just saying, stop. Or not Jimmy Butler. Dwight Howard is just saying, stop it, stop it. (laughs) And then they break loose, whatever. Jimmy Butler is probably lucky he didn't get tossed or get a tech for that. True that. It's kind of what you expect these days, the way the refs are reacting. But uh, I was kind of glad the refs didn't overreact to that situation. This was about the time AD's starting to fucking just, he's hitting jumpers everywhere. He's hitting anything he shoots. is just going in. Like AD was having a great game. And that's when he hurt himself. It was towards the end of the first. Miami was up like three points. And uh, Anthony Davis hurt his heel, I guess. That was the great, uh, the great Twitter freak out. Everybody's saying it was his Achilles. Right. Because it looked like it looked like nothing. The way he came, yeah, the way he came up, it looked, you know, it looked like it looks when somebody pops their Achilles. He couldn't, it looked like he couldn't put any weight on it, but it was like a non-contact, you know. Yeah, it looked like, uh, <laughs> I keep thinking Bo has just put like a cardboard picture of himself up <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> he just says, what are you reading right now? <laughs> it looks like he's reading something. Y'all I'm right? listening. Are you all right? Scrolling. I'm waiting waiting to to intercept and talk. Okay, okay. I'm just checking on you. Yeah, so AD got hurt. Miami was up like three. One thing I noticed was uh, Braun, when AD went out, Braun kind of like moved to the center spot. He was, he was guarding Bam. He was playing big, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was guarding Bam on the other end. Did you notice him looking, uh, I don't want to say disgusted, but they kept showing a slow motion of him kind of shaking his head. Right. When Davis went out of the game. Do you, like, do you oh, think he was hell. disappointed that Davis was out? Or do you think he was I think he was think like he wanted A D to rub some dirt on it and get his ass back in the game? I think honestly, I think that reaction was him being like, Shit, now I gotta do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh hell. Now I'm just Here like, we go. Now yeah. the weight is more I'm back in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like now I've got to really. 
and that's what happened. But hey, can you hand me a beer? Sweet. AD would soon return to the game. Uh, apparently, it was just like a re-aggravated heel contusion from earlier in the playoffs. He finished strong. Thank uh, you. He did. Game five, he had, yeah, I mean, his line was 28, 12, and three assists. Yeah, he, like, kicked with the back of his foot Duncan Robinson's knee and hurt his heel. It's so weird. I don't know. It happened. <laughs> All right, so the end of the half is coming, and I'm loving what I'm seeing from Kendrick Nunn. I'm loving the competition. The game is good. Miami's up. They're making shots. They're playing fast. They're hustling. Kendrick Nunn is like, I'm I'm watching him play well. I don't know why this guy gets such a bad rep. But didn't he beat somebody? Well, yeah, but yeah, that's, that's, right. well, that's, that's irrelevant to why people are talking shit, though. People <laughs> no, are talking no. shit because of the way he plays. But And he beat somebody. Miami was up 50 to 39 at this point. And it's coming close to the half. LeBron and Butler are definitely leading the way for their teams at this point. I think both of them had about 20 points. But L.A. and Anthony Davis coming back in the game and LeBron, they willed it to like a four-point game by the half. When AD came back in, it seemed like the Lakers were going to regain the momentum. Yeah, 100%. And they did. The next thing I noticed in the game was uh, Dwight getting a little payback, I think, to Butler. Jimmy Butler was going to the basket, and Dwight hit Jimmy Butler like square in the head. Yeah, at the rim. Yeah, it was called a flagrant one, I believe. It was a flagrant foul. Jimmy, you know, he laid on the ground for a little while, and then he got up and kept playing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Next thing I noticed was Braun hitting all these threes. He ended up in the game six and nine from three. Bronham was jumping, dropping. Yeah, he's playing really well. The whole game, I'm kind of thinking, where's Bam? Bam seemed uh, like a non-factor in that game. If I'm reading these stats right, he played 38 minutes, 13 points, 13 four points. rebounds. Yeah, I think he's playing hurt. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't a huge factor in that game. No. Uh, where was Olenek? Did not play. Miles Leonard did not play. Here we go again. Udonis Haslam did not play. <laughs> he didn't get a ring either. Yeah. That might that might have been the difference in the series. Udonis? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. They only played seven ro- guys in the fucking game. I had forgotten before the series that they kept talking about Udonis Haslam and I thought he was a like an assistant coach now? Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'd completely forgotten that he was still an NBA player. Yeah. Uh, he He'll play for the Lakers next year too. <laughs> they're not waving him. He'll probably be an assistant or something. Like, Do you think he gets like a coaching job for Miami? I don't see why not. I don't either. Do you, I thought he do do you see him doing anything else in his life besides no. being a part of the Miami Heat franchise in some I thought he already was a coach, like you said. Yeah, they kept bringing his name up, and I thought, oh, yeah. is, oh, is he a, is he like a player development guy? Right. Like, You're playing in the finals. You're supposed to use your best players, and oh. apparently, he's not one of their best players. Oh, he's in uniform. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wait, why is it? Oh, okay. Oh, he's on the roster. Oh, yeah. okay, that's cool. That's cool. Myers Leonard, come on in. <laughs> Bam did have a nice block on Rondo to end the third quarter. I don't know. 
you're playing an injured Bam, and I just—you just won a game using Kelly Olynyk. Like, what's going on? We thought maybe Goran was going to come back. He ended up I mean, coming he, back for Game Six, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, he warmed yeah. up before Game Five, and and I think he would have been. He came, I saw a video. He's out on the court taking shots, and he just immediately goes and. He sits on the bench. You yeah. can tell he just too much pain. Dude, he would have been a difference maker if he was healthy. And that's the whole problem. Is I don't care what fucking team you're on. It's all about your roster, and it's all about if they're healthy. Everybody on paper looks good, but if you don't have these players playing in the game, what you get? If that injury doesn't happen to Goran in game one, I think that, yeah. I, I mean, it's the it's obvious a, thing well, to say that the Heat have a better chance. But right, mean, but the, way, the, way they, the way they played against the Lakers, I think they could have won the series with a healthy Goran Dragic. I agree, and it takes a lot of pressure off Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. because he'll go ahead and get you 20 points or whatever. Yes. Jimmy Butler doesn't have to get 40. He can get 20, you get 20, and somebody else get a couple like 10 and 15. I think you're straight. And Bam loves playing with Dragic too. Yeah, absolutely. See, and then the, I, and I agree. The they, didn't, they, didn't yeah. use Ke- and they didn't use Kelly Olenek like they needed to. I mean, the guy was healthy. The guy's huge. You know, you, you put him in there like the way that the Lakers used Jamel Jamel McGee. You know, get him some bullshit trash minutes, get him in there, and then give some people some rest and let him go. But if you look at the box scores through all this, and you look through the minutes of the box scores from the Miami Heat players, these cats are playing over thirty five minutes apiece. Like, yeah, Jeff just said earlier, they, they're not they weren't playing a lot of guys. No, and they they show I get you tighten up your rotation, that's fine. But guess what? You get more people are tired, and more more people are. Tireder, and I mean the fin- the finals are go time. You've got to be able to you got to be able to push through. But I mean you, you're also going to get gassed. You There's have no to. way around right. that. I th- I think that was a, one of the things that they lost. We I think we saw that happen with the Nuggets earlier right. in the postseason. Yeah, we yeah. saw that happen with the Nuggets. They yeah. were just done. Then you just had two play two players going at it. You know, I get you. Want to get back to the game? Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter was amazing. Fourth quarter, the game's tied 101 with about two minutes left. It's all about 16 seconds. <laughs> Fourth quarter, me and Jeff are screaming COVID all over each other. Now this <laughs> is the game we have been waiting for. This was it. The this one we deserved. Was the one. This is the quarter we deserved. Jimmy Butler's hitting everything. Braun's coming right back at him. It's back and forth. Both teams at one point looked pretty fucking spent. They looked exhausted. But it was so fun to watch, like a competitive finish, finally. What I remember is Miami being down one with 21 seconds left. This is after, like, LeBron and Jimmy going back and forth with Uh buckets and just dominating. So this is – you and I were talking about it. Like, like what do you do with down one with 21 seconds left in the ball? Do you wait for the last shot? Because you can. Or two for one it. Or do you score as fast as possible? What do you do? What do you guys do? Bo, what do you do? Bo's asleep right now. No, he's right I'm there. I'm here. Oh. I'm I'm right here. That's, that's, like, that's your move, laddie. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. So, I think you you try to get a three, but if you can if you can cut right to the basket and then full court pre- full court press, you do that. Okay. I'm not a fan of like waiting for the last second shot when you're down. I think you got 21 seconds. I think you score as fast. You try to score as fast as you can. That way, you give yourself a chance. Oh, case, rebounds or tips or whatever. Right, in case the play gets broken up or but you also you miss them, the shot. But you also give them more time on the clock too, as well. Indeed, but you're not playing. 
at that point, you wouldn't be playing from behind anymore. Only if you make it. Right. So, but either you make it or you don't, either right, way. Right. And if even if you don't make it, then you can foul them and put them on the line and put the pressure on them again, and you get another possession. That's why you save your timeouts. Well, a timeout. What? <laughs> are you just saying that shit? The fuck? No, <laughs> no. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> like, what's going on saying. here? <laughs> no, I think what you do if you're down with under a shot clock left is you score as fast as possible. And that's what Miami did. Jimmy Butler went straight to the rim and got a foul call. It was perfect. He only took five seconds off the clock, and he's at the free throw line. Whether if they had slacked off and let him make the layup, fine. You make the layup, and you're up. But they fouled him. So he makes both of the free throws and puts the pressure on L.A. At that point, I remember looking and thinking, L.A. needs to do the same fucking Mm -hmm. thing. And so Braun did the same fucking mm-hmm. thing. It was about 10 seconds left. He drove to the fucking hole. The whole defense collapsed on him. This is when he dished out to Danny Green, who was wide open because there was like four or five defenders surrounding LeBron. Danny Green was just a little short. We all saw it. Yeah. It was right on line. It was just short. It was the right play. LeBron mm-hmm. took a lot of heat for that. It's 100% the right move. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. That situation, yeah. dude. Rewatch the video. There's at least four guys surrounding LeBron James. That's yeah. just that dribble drive, though. You go in, you don't have it, you kick it back out. That's just common sense. And he was yeah. wide open. Yeah, there were a lot it's, of guys wide open. And it's Danny Green we're talking about here. It's not a you know, mm-hmm. yeah, Markel Fultz. He's a. <laughs> I mean, he's a. He's been a factor in the playoffs for yeah. years with the Spurs. It was right. good. Uh, it was good decision making. Yeah, until the ball went, it bounced off the rims and went straight into Morris's hands, and that guy fucked up the whole thing for the Lakers. Right, Morris got the rebound. Kind of looked like he panicked. That's all he did. He threw the ball out of bounds. Right. I think the Lakers did everything right there. To be honest, I besides tossing a ball out of bounds, I don't think so. Well, I, I, go ahead. I, I think that that the Morris tossing it out of bounds is more. I guess indictment or, you know, just obvious that the Lakers are not that deep. It's just an AD LeBron team, mm-hmm. and that, that maybe Vogel could have had somebody else out there instead of Markeith. But you put Markeith Morris out there, and literally to win a championship in crunch time, and that's not surprising. That's a result. No, I I disagree. This is a guy that played twenty three minutes and had no points in the game and one rebound. That's Markeith Morris. Four right. fouls. Three turnovers, no points, 23 minutes. I mean, we could go over the Lakers bench and say who they who they should have been playing, but when you look at the the Heat minus Dragic, you have Jimmy Butler, Bam, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and then Jeff's guy, Kendrick Nunn. You have those guys out there. They're going to make a good basketball play. And Markeith Morris might make a good defensive play, but offensively, he's not going to do anything other than shoot a spot-up three, not much less make a spot-up three. Yeah. No, I was just in the wrong place for the Lakers. He just missed the shot. Who? Danny Green. Green. No, I know. Yeah, I I agree. But I I think that I think the whole blame is on Marquise Morris to a lot more than that. I mean, I I, dude, if you if you watch if you watch the game, what I'm saying is it's more of a it's more of a it's 
it's more of a depth thing than a Markeith Morris thing. I completely disagree because he had he wasn't watching the game. If he was watching the game and he would have known for the past six minutes that his player AD is hobbling on his hmm. foot and he's hobbling on. And even if this dude is sitting on the bench, guess what? You're a fucking veteran, bro. You're part of that team. You're supposed to be watching what's going on. His first inclination is getting the rebound and throwing it down low to the broken player who's basically playing defense on one leg. Completely wrong. He has two guys. He had Danny Green to his left. He had Caldwell Pope to his right. He could have just literally passed it. And guess what? Both those guys were open. So I'd rather take my shot. And he also, when he got that back, he had at least four seconds, or he had it at 16 seconds. He fobbled for a little bit, threw it out of bounds, and there's 2.2 left on the clock. He could have thrown it to them, and guess what? They were fucking open. So you at least had a two-for-one right then and there, but I think he Jeff saw, nailed it. He, he, he panicked. He panicked. He saw AD under the basket. He was like, here, yeah. you take it. It's no, it has no clue, but it has no reason about the depth. It was just a dumb mistake on his part. Well, yeah, I see probably. Uh, you're making the right point that the ball was in the wrong place for the Lakers. It shouldn't be in Markeith Morris's hands. I think what Bo's trying to say is his depth point is that if the Lakers had a better person, a better player to have in that spot, maybe they make a better play. Or Danny Green just make it. <laughs> or Danny Green just make it. They and solve, you know, that would solve a lot of problems well, for the right. Lakers. But if I remember you, right, they put Markeith in for defense. That's right. Obviously not, not for offense. Sure, sure. <laughs> right. Like they were, they were playing offense, defense, and they put him in. But still, but, but, but that's what I'm trying to say is that like when even when you're not playing in the game, you're still in the game when you're on the bench. You're looking but that's, at every that's single. That's why player. you have guys like a washed up Robert Ori or whoever, yeah. who who can who is long enough to, in a very and and out of bounds play, or whatever the whatever the, the situation is, they they're long enough. And still have enough to sprint essentially for two, two, 10 seconds, and and then also on the on the flip side have the high enough offensive IQ to that the coach doesn't need to say. Now, Markeith, did you remember that Anthony <laughs> Davis got hurt earlier in the game? Because I know that you were more interested in those DMs. <laughs> no, that's what he probably. Yeah, yes, coach. I wasn't paying any attention to the game. Right, exactly so what he with, Ro- said with Robert Ory, he's a coach on the bench versus Markeith, who is like he cannot wait to. He's like, oh my god, this shit's almost fucking over. I'm gonna go bang right. so many whores, I can't fucking wait. Right, like, can't pretty presumptuous, but but, that's, but that's, okay, so maybe he's gonna go bang a bunch of dudes. I mean, come on, <laughs> shit, man. Look, Markeith is on the last year of his contract with the Lakers. But that's, he, but that's he should have never I'm, been out there. You think they'll? Uh, <laughs> no, I agree. Well, they brought him out there for defense on the previous position, right? And then the ball comes to his hand. It's like giving it to Tony Allen. Do Love think, Tony uh, Allen to death, but guess what? He's the last person. Tony to Allen would have taken that shit to the rim and dunked it. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. He would have dribbled it off his own leg and been out of bounds. Come on, it's hard to say. Tony Allen's a champion. <laughs> what are you, is Markeith is. Morris a champion? Uh, yes, yes, he is. is. Yes, yeah, he I, is now. Yes, I. Yeah, yes. you think uh, you think the Lakers are going to be? You think LeBron's going to be having Marquise Morris re-signed for the Lakers Hell next year? Zero no. percent Here's the word: he's going to get Marcus Morris. Yeah, right. He, dude, he's got Jr. Smith sign, sign and trade. He's with got the Clippers. Right. He's got Jr. Smith and Morris on his team, which is the biggest fuck up. That's what we need to be talking about. Oh. Morris or Jr. Smith? Who you got? Brian? I don't want to just talk trash. I know Brian. Guys. Who you got? Who's the worst? <laughs> I do. Do you think? You think LeBron in the locker room told Markeith Morris, 
That's my champagne. He said, <laughs> pour it back in the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Go wait outside. <laughs> yeah. We'll be done. We'll be done later on. Can, can I kick him out of the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> pour it back. See? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Nobody likes pours. He fucked the whole thing up. I think. Well, yeah, he did. But he fucked it up. It wasn't his fault. It is completely his fault. He just no. threw it out of bounds. Look, the best player on the damn it's, team was Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook just won a championship with the Warriors and one with the Lakers. It's not his fault. It's the coach's fault. He had no business fucking being out We've there. spent all this time talking about Markeith Morris. When uh, I want to circle back around and just make the point that this was Jimmy Butler's game, man. Yes. This was Jimmy Butler's game. Right. But he wasn't going to have the same tenacity to play it in the next game and that's what was the sad part about it you saw him play unbelievable basketball that was fantastic i'm sitting there watching it my girlfriend's asleep and i'm trying to be like do wake up wake up you just missed it like i think jimmy butler didn't play like 45 seconds of the fucking game right 35 points 11 assists 12 rebounds five steals and a block this is jimmy butler's game yeah well he, he, he he's he's gained my respect to be honest with you, he really has because just watching the guy play, the way I watch the way he balls, and the fact that he's got that team mentality that I've never seen before. I mean, when the kid's dumping off fucking dimes like it's going out of style, he changed my mind about how he plays. So, you know, he didn't win a championship, but he won my respect. Oh. The Miami Heat <laughs> win made it a 3-2 Lakers lead series. LeBron was so pissed. Walking off that court. <laughs> Dude, I just, like, I can't stop seeing it. He was so mad. They had to, uh, even at the end of game five, they had to they had to put in some bench guys. They didn't have enough players left on the court to finish the game. That's was that game correct. five? That was the end of game five. Some guys had to, yeah, rip their jumpsuits off. Oh, yeah, yeah, To yeah, go yeah. into the game. Because, I mean, the, the Lakers just walked off the court. Right, that's right. I think two guys from the bench had to jump. I don't remember who it was. Sword was it Quinn Cook? Sword, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Sore losers. Quinn Cook has two rings, by the way. I'm not sure. No, it doesn't say any minutes logged for those guys. You think that was a sore loser by LeBron walking off? Um, no, I think he's just fucking mad. Yeah, I mean it's not it's, it's not an elimination game, so I'm not going to give him the Isaiah Thomas treatment. He, you saw that on ESPN all day the next day, and I wasn't ready to give him the Isaiah Thomas treatment. It wasn't an elimination game. They're playing again Sunday night. You know. Right. Yeah. I think he was mostly uh, pissed off because they were wearing fucking black mama jerseys and they blew an opportunity to just end it. No, Markeith Morris blew the opportunity. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not going to live. I'm not going to give it up to him. I think I think it's, it's no, 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 no. Because in LeBron's mind, you got to be thinking that it should have never came down to that. Sure. But it should have never came down to Markeith Morris, like a one turnover in the game. Like and he's thinking it, we should have fucking won this game in the fucking Beginning of the fourth quarter or whatever, and that's, that's why in Game Six, the Lakers <laughs> yeah. did not. Come it was to over. Play. I mean, you don't even need to talk about Game Six. It was over in the it first was, six minutes. It of the was game. over as soon as it fucking it started. Was, literally yeah. seven minutes into the first you know, quarter, I'm sitting there and I'm like, "This game's over." You know, before we get to six, I mean, even Jimmy Butler said it was lucky that Danny Green missed that shot. Jimmy Butler said it. That's. I mean, that's a. That's a. We got lucky that Danny Green missed that shot. That's a Danny Green moment. You just yeah. you've seen yeah. it happen before. Danny Green was pissed he missed that shot. Yeah, game six. Let's get into it. This game got out of hand pretty damn early. Yeah, I only watched like the first like uh, two quarters and I was done. I mean, it was over. 
I didn't see much of it myself. I tried you didn't need to, to bring myself to. I re- I rewatched some of it today. I tried to bring myself to do it, but the, I was like, dude, I saw the score. The Lakers time. won the game in the first quarter. As soon as they took the court, they won the game. It was over. LeBron, you knew LeBron was going to do it. He had one more, and he was going to go home. LeBron was so fired up on defense. You could just right. see he was pressing Jimmy with the ball. He's, it's just. Dude, LeBron was on the next level. He was like, I'm not going to let this be like the last game where we even have an opportunity for a guy like Markeith Mar- Morris to Did throw the ball Morris out of bounds play and blow the, the game. game. I'm not going to let that happen again. Game. It was a brilliant adjustment by Frank Vogel. He really proved to me what a great coach he is. Um, the kind of Just the kind of outside of the box thinking it took to look at your roster and think, man – Instead of starting Dwight Howard at center, maybe I'm going to try going with probably the best two-way big man in the league Here at center. Um, <laughs> it's I, th- I think he showed I think he showed a he's very humble. You know, he he wasn't afraid to go against his his plan. Um, you think they should have just been playing AD at the center the whole time? Oh no, I mean I, no, I totally believe in in uh, Frank Vogel's scheme the entire postseason. I think that you know. He's off. He's a he's an NBA coach. He knows more than I do about it. Um, but I think that the crazy plan he had—I <laughs> can't tell if you're being serious—to start Anthony Davis at center this game, um, just the kind of mental gymnastics he had to go through to figure out. Uh, as you know, Frank Vogel, great coach, great brilliant coach. coach. Do you think so? Brilliant, brilliant coach. Brilliant. Yeah. I don't know. Um. You know, who would have thought that a probably the best two way big man in the league uh, could could make a difference starting at center instead of Dwight Howard? Yeah, no shit. Mind blown. When we yeah, I think when we go back and watch like you know the the finals video, the highlight video, Mm. they should just make a point. Just the camera pans to Frank Vogel, Brian. Brian, when he has this fucking epiphany in Game Six. (laughs) But do do you like Frank Vogel though? Do you like the guy? I I like Frank Vogel. I have nothing against Frank Vogel. Jeff, you like Frank Vogel? And then in Game Six, yeah. Bo, what about you? Bo, you like like Frank Vogel? You think he stayed up all night, like just like furiously watching (laughs) tape, like? (laughs) I don't think what? Yeah, it's fine. What can we do different here? You like Frank Vogel? I, I've never met him. I mean, no, you like I'm him sure as a coach? He, I th- I'm sure he cooks a good burger. Sure, I'm down. Jeff, you like Frank Vogel? He seems like a very nice players coach. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out if these players who have like the best athletes, right? And like the, are these, these coaches that have the best athletes on their team, are they really worth a shit or not? And I don't know if Frank Vogel's worth a shit or not. Here's a guy. Question. Here's a guy, Frank Vogel, who has failed and faced adversity in his life. <laughs> yeah, he's done a lot of that. And then he gets this opportunity to really shine at what he's best at, and he grabbed it by the throat. Yeah, I think being at the right place at the right time is that won it? the shit out of that championship. Yeah, I think he was at the right place at the right time. I don't think he could have done shit. I think anybody could have done it when that job. Oh, if I mean just think about think about what he had to go to go through to convince Anthony Davis. Hey man, you should start at center. Think about <laughs> think about how many times shit, Frank you're Vogel. really good at this. <laughs> you mean you, you mean Magic Johnson and Janie Buss were like um, well, hold on before, you, before we get. Before we get too deep into that, wasn't uh, Spolstra the guy that told LeBron he was a power forward? 
Oh, no, 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 no. That was David Fisdale. <laughs> Take that for data. Uh, yeah, David Fisdale sucks, too. I'm just trying to, like I said, I'm just trying to wonder. Like, I, I look at these coaches and, like, some of them that win championships, and some of them are great. That's why it makes me look at Eric Sprostra a little bit different because the fact that he took this team in kind of like a misfit island in a way, and he actually did well with them and took them to the championship, and they won couple games against a great Laker team. Is Frank Vogel that good of a coach or is the fact that LeBron's on his team? You know, I mean, it, it's, it's, and you got AD, you know, he, you know, I'm just kind of wondering. I think Frank that. Vogel is probably an agreeable coach. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think he, I think the players. He's a get along kind of guy. Him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree. He's a champion. He is a champion. He's a champion. Uh, you know, I mean, he did, he did a pretty good job in Indiana. I told, he, I totally forgot he was, he was in Orlando, right? For yeah. a while. Totally, to, to wipe that from my mind completely. Yeah. yeah, that's hard to remember. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have much success there, right? No, it's Orlando. That's right. And then Indiana, he went in there and hit, and I, I like what he did. He had, he had all about that big center kind of a player, and then finally he used it and he started AD. Yeah, he was the coach of the. Yeah, he had Hibbert and yeah. Granger and uh, dude, uh, uh, Paul uh, George. Yeah, I mean that's a good squad. Like that's a good deal. So I I think that you know either the Lakers bought in or you know you, you had LeBron and AD on your team. So I think once these players are gone, or you're going to find out, you know who's worth a shit. Let me ask you this real quick: Did was Tyrone Lue the coach of the Cleveland when LeBron won there? Yes, yes, yes he was. And he doesn't have a head coaching job now, does he? No, he was an assistant on the clip. Clippers. And it will most likely be the new head coach of the Clippers, if I had to guess. Right. Okay. Dude, there's like six jobs still open. Yeah. Lakers had the Lakers right. had the secret weapon too outside the bubble. Lionel Hollins. Right. Oh. I was trying to say that Lionel earlier. Hollins. I was like, how? Just the fact that Frank Vogel could deal with Lionel Hollins. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, like how many times do you think they like? Like how Lionel's like. No, 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 no. We need to do this. And Frank's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Bron doesn't want to do that. <laughs> we need to do something else. Do you think that maybe Lionel didn't stay out of the bubble because of his age, but maybe it was Frank Vogel's idea? Yeah, who knows? We'll just That's, leave I mean, Lionel out of the Lionel bubble. Some serious and I'll, and I'll call him shit. every night. And I'll call him every night and see what he thinks. Oh, Zoom. So Lionel wasn't even just, there. No, Keep Lionel him away. not going to the bubble. Oh, no, he was never there. We talked about this last week. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. What if? What do you really? What if Frank Vogel really is a secret genius? He's like, I'm going to use Lionel Hollins, but I'm not going to bring him into the bubble. So I have to put up with him. Just I feel like dog cussing me about inane shit. I feel like we're giving (laughs) a lot of credit to Frank Vogel right now. Yeah, he doesn't deserve half of this credit. Hey, man, he turned Anthony Davis into a center for a game. You know, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, <laughs> Anthony Davis, Frank Vogel turned Anthony Davis into not hurt for a season. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that, but that's the whole thing is that like I liked Frank Vogel when he was with Indiana. I love the squad that he had. I love it was his way or the highway. I just kind of look at some of these coaches, and it doesn't matter what uh, what sport we're talking about. But when they have the best players on their squad, is it really them or is it about the the, the players and the team? And I think it was more about the players and the team rather than Frank Vogel. I'll tell you what, take it for what you will. He made it work. He called those timeouts. He did those substitution patterns, whatever mm-hmm. it is, whatever like motivation he gave those players. Right. Well, he won. He's a coach. So he, he made won. it work. 
He made it happen. They didn't fail. So, I mean, Frank Vogel, you can shit on him all you want. They put Morris in the game. That's all I'm saying. That was for defense, not <laughs> Just, for offense. I know. I'm fucking with you. I'm, I'm saying. Fucking like, with you, Ted. The point is, like, it, it fucking worked. It worked. Yeah, no, I agree. And I agree. You have to kind of give it to him. Like, can you imagine being on that Miami squad? You're down 30 at the half in an elimination finals game. And you have to play out that game. Like, you're just getting beat to hell. You can't make up any fucking ground. Right. Could you imagine the feeling? There's nothing you can do. You're just gonna fucking lose, and you have to sit. Right. You have to go out there and play that game, like finish that game out. Right. Like, it's inevitable. Did, yeah, you're just you're just fighting the inevitable. But I'm saying my respect for Eric Spolstra just went up tenfold because of this finals. What did Jimmy Butler have? Like twelve points in that game. Yeah, twelve, twelve point seven rebounds, eight assists. Yeah, in forty-five shit. minutes. The yeah. whole time he's just thinking, "There's nothing we can do right now." There, just Frank Vogel is just overmatching us. Frank Vogel, yes. LeBron yeah. is. LeBron was clearly playing on a different level than he had oh, in the previous game, and he should have, though, man. I mean, I mean, I think he should have. LeBron defensively, could- mostly, I would say. Dude, he's just a yeah. different animal, man. They were game six. The Lakers were totally locked yeah. in on defense. Yeah, yeah they it were. Was, but uh, even it was Rondo, a defensive clinic. Here's here's the other thing. Look at Rondo's stat sheet. How many did he walk away with? Nineteen in that game. Man, Rondo was sitting there and poised the entire game. Now we talked about this earlier too. Jeff. Rondo was a big factor. He was a huge Rondo factor. Rondo had yeah, nineteen four rebounds, four assists. We talked about this. We, we talked about this earlier, and I'm um, getting to some of this real quick. But I mean, you're talking about who. who Played a part in them and then went in a championship. Man, Rondo was on. What a classic Rondo line. Actually, a little abnormal. 30 minutes, 19 points, four rebounds, four assists. I mean, typically he would have less points, more assists, and more rebounds. A typical Rondo line would be like 10 points, 10, 10 rebounds, 10, 10, 14 10. assists. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for but, sure. I mean, that's the guy that we remember. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen him in a while. Right. But he still knows how to get it done. He's, he's perked. He perked up a couple games in these. But finals. he showed up. This guy. He, he was, was he ready. Was kind of their X factor. He was the you know. Him, I feel like him and KCP kind of took turns being the third guy. On Man, the look, there was one Do you part. Think, look, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Look, no, look, there's one part in the second quarter of that game. They passed the ball to an open Rondo. Man, the look on his face where he he squared up to the basket, got all his mechanics ready. He had enough time. And then he nailed that three-pointer. It was over right then and there. You looked at his face, and it was like, this guy's going to win this game. He's ready to win another championship. So let's go. I get it happen. Rajon Rondo's contract, he has a player option next year for the Lakers. <laughs> How much? 2600000 Oh, he's gone. Does he take that, or does he... Does he run it back or try to get more money? No, he takes does it. Does he try to get a new contract? No, he like takes a it. new contract with the Lakers? No, nah, he takes it. I don't know. He like, takes it. He might be able to negotiate a new contract with the Lakers after oh, this I think if he, I think if he doesn't take it, he works something out with the Lakers. Where like they, a four-year deal? Yeah. Yeah. Years, three years. I don't four think he's going to sign And he, like, doubles, no, doubles up, like, four years, like, 16 million or something, like, four a year? Like Rondo doesn't have four years left in him. He's got at least two. Not, but did he well, not I mean, just they don't, they don't need him. They don't need him to be the number one guy. They did need he him not to be, just They need him to be what he was in, the, in this postseason in game six. I feel like he just earned it. Sure. I mean, sure. to a point he did, but how old is Rondo? Old as shit. He's 38? 37? You'll give him four years in his 40s? No. 
You're going to sign him for $16 million for two years. That's what you're going to do. Give him 80 a year. He'll be happy with that. What did you just say? $8 million? Can't get him $8 million a year. Why is that? Rondo is 34. He's 34. We'll be That's 35 not, in February. He can, he, can play, he can play his position three or four more years, I think. He can play his position and role for a while. Yeah, he might have some leverage, though. If he opts out of that, maybe somebody tries to cherry pick him away, or maybe the Lakers. I think right now is the time to strike while the iron's hot for him. I wouldn't be surprised if he opts out of that contract. I think he's gone. Let's get back to the game. I guess I don't know. No, it's over. It you know who the hit the? Quarter. You know who hit the last shot of the game before no. the Lakers won the championship? It was Solo, wasn't it? Solo, solo. hit a three. He hit a long My three. My man. Who? Solo, Solomon Hill. Solomon Hill, man. Solomon Hill. Grizzlies Look, legend, Solomon Hill. Grizzlies legend. Whatever this was, whatever you want to call the bubble, LeBron won it. He did not win it. So congratulations, LeBron. You won this thing, like this abnormal situation. Yay. Like. I don't know if it's different if it's in arenas. I don't know. But he won it. Yeah. It's still a championship. He did I don't, it. I don't put an asterisk on this championship. I definitely put an asterisk on it. Nobody watched it. Nobody cared about it. But he still won it. So, eh, champion. But of all of the people that were there doing the same fucking thing, and you he got to be kidding yourself if you don't think they all wanted it. No, he no. He fucking did it. No, they did. They, absolutely, they did. They, they played the whole season out, Brian. I give you that. They played the whole season out. So I, I did give you that all day. But, like, the, yes, there needs to be an asterisk. We're under a pandemic, and they played no. in this. Because I'm telling you, I think mm-hmm. home, court, home court is, however they did it in the pandemic was fucking awesome. It's great. Nobody besides your boy house he had to roll but i think everyone did it great i think it was awesome but i swear to god home court advantage plays a lot of part in the playoffs of course it does and i think that because of that we saw a skewed championship we we saw a different type of basketball and it wasn't normal and i I think there's always going to be an asterisk by by the championship I mean, no, hey, because it wasn't like an unfair. I don't, I don't, I'm not getting on board with that because it wasn't an unfair advantage for anybody. If anything, it was tougher for you to withstand the bubble conditions and actually like mentally and physically withstand those conditions and be the last fucking guys there. I, 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 I get that. I totally understand that. I don't think an asterisk is needed. I think that they just, Made it happen, whatever it was. Like that was the last man standing. Bo, is there Bo? Is there going to be an asterisk by it on this championship? Yeah. No, I don't think so. If anything, it might have been tougher. Like crazy living conditions. I definitely think. I mean, yeah, those guys, those guys couldn't go home for months. I think it's. I think they. It's kind of a break even. I think it helped LeBron because he's older and he had those couple months off and there's no travel, but. I mean, could you guys imagine having to be in one place for three months? Eating the same foods, I doing mean, the same things, not being able to leave. I'm telling you, this played wear and tear on all these players. It's no different than my life now, to be honest. <laughs> well, and, and honestly, the bubble sounds a lot fucking better than my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
all this golf and video <laughs> games and basketball they're talking about. I'm right. like, sign me the fuck up. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, just grow seven inches. You'll Sounds be fine. Sounds like a dream. It, honestly, like I'm doing the same thing they're doing here, but I'm not fucking playing basketball. I'm working in a right. restaurant. <laughs> right. But you see what I'm saying, though? The whole point is that it's it, it's already skewed already from the get go. For, so I think there's an asterisk by the names. I think it's completely messed up. That's fine. You told us that. Look, uh, yeah, that's I, fine. You can think that there's an asterisk, but uh, I honestly, I don't think there is. Yeah, I yeah. think it's it was it's, normal. It was it was a super normal game. There was a normal game, and they got to travel, and they got to play in every different city. It was a normal. It was a normal series. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Scotty Pippen thinks the same thing as you do. I yeah, he should be because he's absolutely right, dude. It's yeah. I think it's I think it's bullshit. Any team could have won because. Yeah, but who did win? But every team played on the same terms, though. That's it's not right. Like, you know, it's not like one nobody team, had an advantage. One team stayed in Orlando, and other teams traveled. Right, you know? and 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 y'all see nothing wrong with that. I'm wrong with it. I'm happy they were able to even play the games. I agree, but I still like, think I'm stoked yeah, that I'm, there I'm was even I got a to watch fucking basketball. season. So you're saying that any sport this they year is never going to have was. an aspect uh, asterisk by it. Letty, whatever it was. They didn't even finish the NCAA this year. What, <laughs> you're, you're changing this I mean, fucking subject. No. Look, whatever it was, LeBron fucking won it. Right. Everybody had an equal fucking chance to win it. They did. So. They did. LeBron won it. And you know what? It wasn't fucking by himself. Anthony Davis averaged 25 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks, 1.3 steals, 1.3 threes. And shot an insanely efficient 57.5% from the field, 48.3 from three, and 95.2 from the free throw line. Those percentages are huge. That is what helped LeBron in the most get the championship. The little things were done from Rondo and KCP and Danny Green, guys like that, but... It was the Davis and LeBron and whatever this was, they fucking won it. I don't think it's less important than any other fucking championship or less more difficult or less difficult. I really don't. I completely it was its disagree. own thing. Completely disagree with It was its that. own thing. It was an even playing field. Mm -hmm. And they fucking won it. And they won it. And congratulations, they won it. Woo, yeah. Uh, so nobody think, nobody watched it, by the way. That, that's good, too. Nobody actually, watched it. Actually, a lot of people watched 50, the, they were final, down 50 the final per, game. That final game, they were down 50%. 50% viewership. Nobody no, cared. Nobody like wanted five, it. It was like 5 million people or something. Yeah, but nobody watched it. That doesn't even it. account for right. people. We were all watching the Astros. Game. Streaming it, or <laughs> we were all watching the Astros game. <laughs> network network television's down too. So. Right, right. We, but, we the whole, but the whole this but the whole thing is down. Yeah, NFL is down slightly, but I think that the situation with the NFL is different because you wake up on Sunday and people just turn the TV on and NFL's on. Right, yeah. right. I think right. that situation is different because you're just locked in on Sunday. Right, I agree. But I think everything else is. But ratings ratings are down across the board. They for were down all at least forty seven percent for the entire playoffs Friday and fifty percent for the last yeah. game. It's not a Friday night or a Tuesday night yeah. game. It's it's fucking right. Sunday and yeah. you're not working. Right. Yeah. You watch fucking football. Yeah. It's a little different. But you were saying that network television as a whole is like half. Mm -hmm. And uh Nielsen Nielsen actually counts uh they count ratings for bars and restaurants as well. Huh. And yeah. I mean, with we've got bars reopened here in Memphis, but uh, you know, there's parts of the country where bars aren't bars still aren't open. I think there's probably a couple factors that tie into why NBA ratings are down, but 
I think that's something that probably writes itself once we come out of the other end of this pandemic. Yeah, I think so. Laddie, you think really that the who would have won, in your opinion, if it wasn't a bubble? I mean, I I I don't know, man. I I just think that I think psychologically for a lot of these people, putting it in the bubble changed the way that they play basketball. Bottom line. I think everyone, if you're at a home court, in your home court, I think that changes a lot of it. Like, Well, for, dude, in L.A., like, they're going to have a home court. <laughs> no, dude, no, 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 no. That's what I'm trying to say, okay? Every team has a home court advantage when they're playing at their home. That's a yeah. fact. You didn't have that this time. Uh-huh. And you're 100% right. Everyone played on an equal playing field. That's, a, that's guaranteed. Laddie puts a lot of emphasis on home court advantage because, as an Astro fan, <laughs> he knows that in Houston, you can't bring the trash cans are just a little bit louder. At they're home. not allowed on the planes. They're not allowed on the planes. They're not allowed on the planes. Right, I agree to that. Had to get a little baseball dig in there on you. Laddie. Of course, oh, thank you, thank you. But that's what I'm trying to say, dude. If you can't say, you can't wrong. say that. But right, you ain't wrong. But look, you can't sit there and say that everything's fine with the league and everything was fine with the season. It wasn't, dude. They took three to four months off even playing the fucking game to figure out how they were going to do it. Then when they decided to do it, we're going to throw you in this thing and you can't leave for six months? Look, man, that's going to mess mess with these guys' psyche so bad. They did. Yeah, but every team. That's what I'm trying to say. And if you have have players that can't hang, like the Clippers and Paul George, so be it. Or, or don't the, make it. the Daniel House kid. Or the Daniel sure. House kid. Or sure. the Tom's kid. Or you're going to sure. leave the bubble. You're going to do all this crazy shit. I totally understand. But the fact that you're saying that it's not going to have an asterisk on the season is fucking crazy to me. It's uh, absolutely crazy. I think, it, I think they just made the best of a of what's a clearly a fucked up situation. You know? Right. No, they did. I they felt like I mean, lucky we're gonna look, that We're going to look back at the 2020 season and go, that was crazy. Like, I can't yeah, believe that was crazy. that off. And, I, mean, but, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, But, like, to that 90- team came out on top of that crazy situation. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, like, it, so... Bravo to them. Yeah. They overcame a lot of fucking adversity. What do you talk about the Spurs of 99? What do you talk about the Spurs of 99? What do you say about them? Oh, uh, well, that was the lockout year. They beat the Knicks. That's right. Um, That's right. Whoa, 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 whoa. What'd, you say? What'd you say? They sucked the year before. He just nailed it. The first thing he said was, it's a lockout year. They were done. Yeah, but they were still the champions. I don't. That's know, right. They played. I don't say the Spurs. I don't hold didn't, that they played, yeah, they played, hold 30, they played yeah. 35 games. They didn't play a whole season. They didn't play a whole season at all. And you're telling me there's an a, there's an asterisk by that name. It's an asterisk by that season. I don't hold the lockout against them. I hold them not having David Robinson the year before and getting to draft. Right. <laughs> that's, that's what I hold against. What them. I hold against them is that the lottery system is yeah. fucking flawed. Like if, like if you want to put an that's asterisk true. on this Lakers on this Lakers, I think you have to. You put it on Anthony Davis. No, you getting put out of New Orleans. <laughs> no, I know. I, I think. Yeah. I think, right. I put the asterisk on fucking the Lakers for s- manipulating the league but that, and but, tampering. Yeah, but and that, but, getting Anthony Davis from the goddamn. If you're gonna put an asterisk on it, that's where you put it. No, not on a team doing well under insane circumstances it, no, that you, no person should be able to 
You no just person it. should be able to overcome these situations. You just did it. You just did it. But somebody did. You just did it. When they look at the 99. Everybody had an equal shot, dude. When they look at the 99 championship, they're going to say. I'm, not, I'm done small, arguing about I, 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 I know, I'm I know. fucking done arguing about I know. This. I mean, I mean, I mean. Everybody had an equal gonna shot. We're just going to sit here and say the same thing over and over and over. I look, you think there's an asterisk on it. Fine. There you will made always your piece. be one. I'm not going to argue about right, it anymore. I'm, right. I'm not going to do it. I'm not trying to be mad at you or anything. No, I know. I know. We're just, gonna, we're, we're just repeating ourselves. Well, because you know you're wrong and you're not able to admit it. No, that, I'm not going <laughs> to play this game with you. Absolutely it's not about not. who's right or wrong. Absolutely not. It's you, not about who's right or wrong. I understand. You have your opinion You got on your it, point across. And I got mine. Yeah, absolutely on. right. Yeah. We're just going to argue about the same thing over and over. Right. We could do this till midnight. Yeah. No, yeah, it is midnight. We did. We did. Um, yeah, it is midnight. Look, yeah. I'm telling you, like, there's no reason to argue about it. Right. You said that you think there's an asterisk on it. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Look, it was a shit season. They finished it out. And congratulations. We have a winner. I'm not comfortable being on the wrong side of history. Right. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, he is. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. No, oh, I, get I, your, I get your point now. Bo, no. uh, Bo, do you have any input here? Um, Sorry, I wanted to go pee. I missed you guys. <laughs> But he's been gone for like thirty minutes. Hey, what the well, fuck? We were, we were no, talking about how almost great, like you don't even care. We were talking about how great Rondo was in this series. Right. No. <laughs> no, you guys were like all off. I'm eating chip, eating chips now. <laughs> we don't charge my kid, my kid's iPad. What am I paying you for? <laughs> right. No, wait, wait. He's I'm, getting paid I'm, for this. Hold on. I'm well, making so a mockery. Yes, I'm yeah. paying everyone but you. Eddie. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the beer. I brought my own beer <laughs> to this I, fucking thing. Yeah, I, I, I use his beer. I had to urinate again. I apologize. I'm holding mine in for hours because I'm a professional, you son of a bitch. Fuck that. I just look. Laugh. I'm very professional. What do you think? What do you think? What's your What's your point? Is there an asterisk on the season? I, on the title? Um. Not not on the title. I think this on the season maybe. Just there's an asterisk on dude, is there an asterisk on your fucking everything you've done this year? Yes. Like one hundred percent. Good point. There's not. There's no there I is still an had a birthday. I stood Dick. during the COVID. I mean, is there like it. it smells like weed. Really? You, you could oh, say shit, like this is one of yours. Okay. You, you could say, is there an asterisk on my grocery shopping this year? And you'd say well, yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. I mean, I don't want to, I don't, I really don't want to talk about it anymore. Like, <laughs> honestly, like, okay, there's an asterisk. Like, oh, it's a shortened season. Okay. Oh, I was just happy that it fucking happened. I think that the team that won it was the team that wanted it. I think they were the best team. I'll give you that. I mean, so I what's the point of an asterisk then? Well, I think. Well, I think because all we just went over that. But what's the point if you there's, there's no asterisk the on the there's no asterisk on the championship? There's a hundred percent. There's a hundred percent aspect of of whoever won this, the damn thing. This was a much harder championship to win than the lockout year. I think so. Agreed. Of course. Agreed. Well, you quit playing for three months. Of course. I mean, what do you? What do you it almost makes it harder. Is your asterisk? Because it's harder, or no? Because, because we have easier? a we have a coronavirus, and the entire game changed. You're in the middle of a are pandemic. You, that's what. That's why the asterisk's about. Is what I'm trying to say. Are you putting the asterisk on it because it was easier, or because it was harder? Laddie is just so mad about Daniel House, man. Daniel House <laughs> really thinks that he was a difference maker. You're for not Houston. getting off that easy. <laughs> Answer the question. What? What? 
Is the asterisk because it was easier? Or no, 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 the, no, none of those. Not, not, a, none of those. Just because it was different? Yes. Uh, the asterisk, the whole place, because it's different. Uh, You're going to sit there and be like, oh, they won this, they won this, and the Lakers won this. By the way, um, they didn't do half the season for a while. Think, then they had to go do this and that. There's just too many moving parts to sit there and say. Do you think it was improbable that the Lakers would have won the championship had the year gone normally? Yes, they would have won the championship probably, yes, 100%. Okay. I'm not saying anything about the champion. I'm not saying why they won or why. I'm not saying anything about that. Right. I'm just saying if, if you're going to look in the record books and you're going to look at 2019 and you're going to say it was a normal fucking year, you're completely wrong. All right, then. Man, you can. I mean, y'all, y'all can y'all can argue the other it's way always around. Gonna be, it's always going to be the year that we play during a pandemic. So does that mean is there going to be an asterisk by it? No, it, there's, not gonna, so. there's never going to be. So. A, so there's something that, that'll get brought up. So it's not going to be a footnote. We'll go, that was a crazy. There we go. It's going to be a footnote. footnote. I'll give it's going to be a footnote. footnote. When there the Lakers go. win next year, <laughs> it'll be like, yeah, obviously they fucking were the best team. I mean, but but let me let me ask you this. Do you think? Well, let me ask you this. Be honest with you, okay? I'll answer it. Do you think that Miami would win more games? Do you think Miami game would have pushed it to seven if it wasn't in the bubble? No, I think they were fucked. You so you think you would have ended sooner if they weren't in the bubble? Also, bubble they had around. like Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic, and Bam were all hurt. They didn't have a chance. They're they're starting the right. youngest like Tyler Hero. They're starting a rookie in right. a finals game. Like come. But, but but the whole but think about it though man the whole bubble Kendrick right Kendrick Nunn too I mean Kendrick Nunn right but but who they, played great but think of the whole bubble right from the season when when they decided that we're gonna have these games going on right you had some of the best teams ever at one point the Utah was up three to one on Denver and Denver was the number two seed the entire time throughout the entire season then we're gonna be right back no no right so you nailed it yeah, I agree I agree with that. But you nailed it, though, dude. They're played on a clean slate. Every single one of these teams are played, and they all had the, they all were the exact same. So that's what I'm trying to say. I think a lot of it came into play. The whole bubble instantly. Yes, you got a whole season out of it. Yes, you got a champion. Were the Lakers the best team in the in the NBA? Probably. But you know what? A lot of different things played into existence. I'm not saying Daniel House was the reason by any means. Don't say that, Brian. I see over here laughing. But, 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 see, he fucked up and couldn't and had to leave. Houston's in the middle of the playoff race and this happens. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Would it normally happen if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic? I mean, you have to think, were these guys going to go going back and forth where you all of a sudden see Jamal Murray and then all of a sudden you see uh, uh, Devon uh, Mitchell or whatever going at it back and forth? That was a fucking incredible series. Seven games. Would we have gotten that? If we weren't in this situation, I don't know. So going out and saying that there will not be an asterisk by any of this, I think, in my opinion, is BS. It's not because of the winner. It's because of the situation that it's in. I thought Boston, and we talked about this beforehand, and I thought Boston was going to be the best team. On paper, they were fantastic. Boston couldn't win shit coming in against Miami. Would that but it happen if we weren't in the bubble? Now, granted, granted, it is what it is. Now, granted, it is what it is. And so you have to take it is what it is for right now. You can you can make arguments that things were different because they were in the bubble, but if they hadn't been in a bubble, if it's been a regular season, who knows if 
yeah. players get into some trouble. It's or it's, takes right. performing enhancing enhancing drugs. Right. Performance enhancing drugs. Uh, injuries. Right. Absolutely. Know. Yeah. Absolutely. There's um, no reason to compare it. It's almost like comparing different eras. Like, what's the point of comparing a regular season to what we did with COVID in the NBA? It's like, what's the fucking point? It's it's, it's moot. Yeah. But I will tell you that only one team came out of this, and it was the fucking Lakers. Yeah. So hats off. I mean, really, congratulations, Laker fans. Like, really. Yeah. Like, I'm – not a big fan of LA or whatever, any of that. I feel like they get it easy. All right. You know, things come to them easily, but they fucking did it. So, so I'm not putting an asterisk on it. I feel like they fucking earned it, no matter how they did it or no matter what the circumstances are. They fucking earned it. So then moving forward, yes. The season's already over. It's done. It's already over. It's already done. Who who you got for who you got for the teams next year? Oh man! All right. No 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 no. We're not doing this. We're not doing no. We're not. It's too early. It's too early. Because dude, we have to go through free agency. We have to go through drafting. But but as of now, and they always do this after every year, after every championship, you see it. They always pick their. My pick is Memphis. I'm with you. Let's do it. (laughs) Right. Let's do it. Done. I'll I'll go Memphis also, and I think they. And I think they beat the the Pelicans in the finals in seven games. In the Western Conference finals. Yeah, that would never happen. No, but, no, yeah. in the NBA finals. Oh, They're going to okay. change everything next year. Uh, fair well, nice. you never, you never know. Nice, you never know. Really, really, really. I mean, you're not going to take this seriously at all, Bo. The Pelicans just stay. The Pelicans are just still in the bubble, and they're just an Orlando team next year. If they're in the Eastern Conference, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Look, nice. I take everything seriously. Zion's like, man, I, get, I like that's it what here. I get. Zion says, I like it here. We're staying. Right. We're staying in Orlando. Like, they let me ride the rides for, for free. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got. I gotta go, guys. It's midnight. It's, uh, it's my, we're gonna do one more drink with Jeff. <laughs> no, no more drinks. Okay. Bo, have a good night, man. It's Later, a pleasure. man. Bo, All hey. right, dudes, I look forward to listening to less, the next hour of this podcast. <laughs> nice. Hey, Bo, thanks for coming on, buddy. Hey, sorry I'm cutting out a little early, but uh, thanks for having me. Hey, things happen. We ran long. Yeah, like three no. hours. <laughs> All right, okay. dudes. I love you. Night-night. All right. Are we gonna talk about Halloween movies? <laughs> do we do we want to do real quick the uh, the who you you posted something on Twitter yesterday, Jeff? About what? Um, who are you most? Oh, right. Happy that won a championship. That they got a ring with the Lakers. Who are you happy for on the Lakers that they won a championship? I've, I got I got that down already. You ready? Well, don't just stare at it. Uh, first off, I think Rondo. I like Rondo's game. I love Rondo's game for ever since he came out of the league. That guy is a triple-double machine, but I love guys who give assists. I love that. And that guy, watching his career from high school to college to the pros, that dude's a 20-assist machine. And the fact that he won one, he definitely deserved it. He's uh, like the Dennis Rodman of assists, man. <laughs> dude, he's awesome. He's awesome. LeBron won his fourth, so congrats to him. Anthony Davis first getting one. Uh is this the first time one of Calipari's guys won a ring? And like a long, I heard, I heard, I heard that's what it is. I said, they said, that sounds right. They said, regardless who won the championship, either Tyler Hero would have won one, mm. mm-hmm. or 
Yeah, I can't argue with you. I have I have nothing. That yeah, it sounds right. That, so yeah, and then, and then right. AD won one. So I think no other Calipari's guys have gotten a ring. So whoever you heard that from probably knew. It was, it was Cal. He called me. Uh, <laughs> but 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 so congratulations to him, Dwight Howard. When he came out of high school, he was one of the biggest things. Remember, he was one of the only players to come straight from high school to the NBA. Remember that he was one of the last people. I'm not happy for him to well, win a ring. Me, me, me neither. Me neither. But the fact that he, he's a journeyman and he's gone all through all these different teams signing one-year contracts and all the other crazy stuff that with his, his personal his life. His career is not the way he thought right. it would end, for right. sure. Right. I'll give you that, but for did sure. you watch the games? Right. Oh, no, like, no, no, no. I don't, I don't no, much no, care we, for we, the way we, he plays. We just <laughs> talked about he run. He won a ring. You know, he's won a ring. And the fact that, and then the third one, the third one, I guess, but the fourth one, whatever, would be Frank Vogel. I like Frank Vogel as a coach. I like him what he did with uh, Indianapolis a couple years. I love that squad you are talking about earlier, Brian. Love that squad he put together, and I love the fact that they went to like the Eastern Conference Finals. I think to, mm-hmm. to a certain point, so uh, I like what he did, and so congratulations to him. I goes back to what I've always been said all this whole time: is it the coach that makes the team, or is it having the best player in the planet on your team making making you win? So that's why I actually really give my hat off to Eric Spolstra. I think Eric Sprocher should have won MVP for anything just because the fact that he took that squad of like misfit toys and ended up putting them all the way there. They changed a whole bunch of stuff during the middle of the season, the whole Andre Iguodala acquisition after they ended up getting your boy Solo and my boy Crowder. When they changed that whole thing up and they were on a mission, I don't think any of us picked Miami to go to the finals. Did we, Jeff? No. No. Nah. We're all looking at Boston, maybe looking at some of these other teams. So I think that Eric Sprocher was the man and it makes me look at him in a different light do you know what i'm saying he had to make he had to make a lot of adjustments i mean miami the way miami miami's team in the bubble was different than they were at the beginning of the season yeah yeah you see kendrick nunn getting less minutes um you see kelly olenic getting less minutes yeah uh you know he kind of took the leash off bam let him let him fly that was a huge deal too and and bam's bam's a player he's uh, i think he's the future of the nba he's gonna be one of the guys that's, that's great for the next you know if he can stay healthy the next 10 years yeah i agree uh my guy i picked uh, you know i thought about it i made i made some joking picks jared dudley <laughs> um but he's a journeyman though well look at jeff's eyes um, but, uh, but he's a journeyman though man I, I settled on lionel holland's getting a ring yeah is that his first lionel Holland. well i mean he's 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 as a coach. Coach, yeah, still, yeah, still. The distant coach. Indeed, indeed. The the very socially distant coach. Right, but still he won a ring. That's good for him. Jeff, did you have a pick? I thought what Laddie said was very good. Great job, Laddie. Yay. What, the asterisk thing? About or most things. <laughs> um, I loved what you said about Rondo. Even Frank Vogel, to an extent. This is going to sound weird, but uh, I'm actually happy for LeBron think uh he really put his head down and did the work he got that whole team on the same page i don't think it was necessarily vocal that got the team like cohesive right in a manner that where they're all like playing for the same thing and all like have that drive and actually care even jr smith like Guys like J.R. Smith and Jared Bubbly, Jared Bubbly, <laughs> Jared Dudley, maybe they're not playing, but those guys are around all of the guys on the team, and so is LeBron. And I think 
LeBron's the type of guy that gets guys that aren't playing to buy in. Sure. Yeah. And he can get those guys as veterans to talk to the young guys to buy in. Right. I really am uh, happy for LeBron. I mean, I'm not his biggest fan in the world at all by any means. And I really don't like talking about, like, the mainstream stuff, like the most popular topics that are on TV. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I think he earned it. I think he really reined everybody in. I think he deserved to fucking win. I agree. I agree. LeBron, like, congratulations, dude. Like, he won it in L.A. You know the funniest thing? If all the people in there, and I agree everything you said about LeBron, I think that LeBron's not my favorite player. Right. LeBron took on a whole bunch this year. But even with, like, the social justice thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, all this. He took a lot on his back, and he still went off, and he did it. So I I agree with what you said. The funniest thing is, Whatever it was. The funniest thing is that Quinn Cook He's got second most rings than anybody else he played in the finals. <laughs> what a, I love it. He's got two rings. I love it. Maybe Is that three the guy they now. left behind on the bus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? But they didn't he, take him. They well, left him. When, they left what, him. But wasn't he with like the Warriors for like a couple of years? I think it was a Miami guy. I th- yeah, yeah, that's right. Miami. He's Miami. I thought he was with uh, the Warriors for a while. I think what uh, I think what LeBron did was impressive because you talk about you know the, you have the goat conversation, which I, I do not want to get into. No, uh, you talk about what Kobe did with LA, what Jordan did with Chicago. You can even talk about what Bill Russell did back in the day. Any of the guys who won multiple championships. I think it's. I think you have to say a lot about LeBron doing it with multiple teams. Is he wasn't he wasn't with one program, one team, kind of with the same guys winning championships on the same franchise. I think that him winning with three different franchises, um, you know, we joke about LeBron going to the Lakers, uh, you know, the Heatles team. We joke about that. You know, we're not going to win one, two, three. Um, yeah. But I do think that with – I think that what he's done winning championships with three franchises is impressive. Yeah. Um, I think that speaks a lot to what motivates him, you know, his passion for the game what he's able to see that other basketball players aren't able to see on the court and off the court. It's impressive. And, and I agree. LeBron's not my, he's not my favorite player. Yeah. Um, but he, he made it happen. He, he did. He made it. He willed it to happen. He did. He it really his, did. He did it through his own force of will. Like, yeah. Adversity was all around him. Yeah. I mean, the whining and the crying mm-hmm. to the refs, like it's hard for me to get on board with that. Right. Which is why I'm not a fucking, really, like, a fan. Of LeBron? I'm really not. Right. But I can appreciate what he does. I appreciate what he's done. And I'm not the type of person to sit here and, like, wish ill will on anybody. He got it done, whatever. He, whatever it was, he won it. But when he wins two more, it's going to be a whole different conversation. And I think he's about primed to win two more rings. I think my Yeah, I mean, this stage is set. Yeah. Yeah, I think they know exactly what they want to do. They're going to grab the bright players to do it. The stage is set. And it's going to be good. They'll bring on role players. It's just going to be a bunch of role players. Sure. Well, can I ask you this? Younger and younger and younger. Yeah. <laughs> so this season's over. It's done with, right? It's in the record books, right? Yeah. With an asterisk by it, okay? So, uh, footnote. <laughs> footnote. Love that. <laughs> it's a mad lib. It's I like a, it. Yeah. I'm for it. (laughs) (laughs) Are we starting the season next year in a bubble? We don't know. No, probably not. I don't don't think think it's sustainable. 
I don't. Think not so. with that many people for that long amount of time. No. It's not possible. Do you think they're going to shorten the season? Don't know. Do we have a start? We don't have a start date yet, do we? Everybody is short in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, not at the NFL, but everybody else has. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they try it out uh, on a COVID year. Yeah. We don't have a definite start of next season. All we have is a draft mm-hmm. and, a free, and a free agency. These things will come out after. like So they're going to go through the steps. You know, It's like right. free agency and then it's – or drafting and then free agency. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. fucking right. matter. Yeah, right. right. But – They'll go through the steps, and then they'll set up a start date. Last I heard, it was like next year. They wasn't even yeah. like a serious date right. there because they'd floated Christmas Day, right? Yeah. Which was a while. Yeah. really reaching. Yeah. Well, with baseball, with baseball, they ended up and football. They ended up basically shortening the seasons, losing games. I'm just wondering if y'all think basketball is going to be like that next I, year. I think. I think it's likely. I think it's likely. I wouldn't I be surprised. Yeah, I agree. I also wouldn't be surprised if they just if the owners are like no no no, if we're only let allowing five thousand people sure. in the arenas, yeah, we need all of our games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if that happened either. See, that's yeah, that's the one thing I want to look at this year, which is kind of crazy, is the revenue lost by by franchises because of it. They're millions gonna, and, and millions. Uh, yeah, but and those numbers have to come out eventually. They have to come out, and I want to see exactly what they are. I think they'll allow fans in and they'll do it responsibly but it's going to be just enough fans they're going to work it out so it's just enough oh, to sure. stay out of the fucking red yeah, yeah. like for most teams i was, I, was, I mean this is what bl- blows my mind about all the coaching changes and everything is like i thought like most organizations would do whatever it took to not spend money right but it doesn't look like the case it looks like they're cutting their losses mm-hmm I don't know. Yeah. Sucks. It's weird. Maybe they're maybe they're planning for the next three years instead mm-hmm. of just one year. Yeah. They're like, oh, if I can just get out from this expensive coach now and mm-hmm. hire a young guy that's gonna make a little bit of money for the next three years, it'll behoove me in the long run mm-hmm. because you're not you don't have like a high caliber coach that you have to like re sign. Sure. Sure. It's just weird. Yeah. yeah. Could be. Uh, let's go ahead and cut our ties I mean, now. The, the numbers guys have, they've got a formula for all that These stuff. These people know what they're yeah. doing. I wouldn't be surprised if you get a bunch of, like, low-salary coaches on these new spots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I agree. Dude, I, I, I agree. Like, lose money for one year and you gain it back for the next three. Yeah, but they just don't know when the gaining it back part is going to happen. That's the whole question about everything. Well, yeah, we don't even know. They'll get it back because they're just not paying that high-profile coach for the next three years. That's true. Uh, Where you at, Lionel? Where you at, Lionel? Are we calling it? Uh, I've got to do Halloween. I've got a funny antidote, real quick. One last drink. One last drink. It's a segment I came up with. uh, It's called One Last Drink. Well, I got a whole beer, so. Um. So (laughs) we we spoke on Danny Green earlier in the in the show. Um, missing that three-point shot and what happened with uh, with Markeith Morris after. We spoke about that uh, LeBron making the right pass. Danny Green has a history of hitting big shots in games. He did it with Toronto last year. So Danny Green, um, if you remember, won a championship with Toronto last year, yep. Toronto Raptors. Danny Green never got his ring from Toronto. Huh. 
the Lakers the Lakers was to play at Toronto, and that was when they were going to have the ring ceremony for Danny Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game was canceled due to COVID. It was scheduled in March. Uh, so Toronto reached out to Danny Green and asked him, okay, you're, on, you're not able to play here. We can mail you your ring yeah. and send it to you. Danny said, no, I want to I go to Toronto, get my ring in front of the fans. <laughs> so that brings up the fact that Danny Green is most likely – to get his Lakers ring from 2020 before he gets his Toronto Raptors ring from 2019. Wow. <laughs> because they will, the first the home road. game, the first home game with the, with the Lakers, they'll have the ring ceremony. Yeah. Danny Green will get his ring. And then if he really wants to get his ring, Toronto ring in front of the fans, he'll have to wait until LA plays in Toronto. No shit. So he's got two rings on the way. Did we figure anything about He'll get it? his 2020 one before he gets his 2019 one. That's crazy. I, I saw that today. I saw that this toy. afternoon and I thought that I thought it was a funny thing to did bring you up see on that the in, podcast. Did you see the uh I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> but what about what's his name? What's he's his getting guy? two rings next year. What's the other guy who's gonna win a ring regardless? That's unusual. Oh, Dion Waiters. Dion Waiters. Like, does he get two wing? He gets ring, right? Yeah, he's he gets, getting a ring. He, he plays for the Lakers. Ring, yeah. They want it they yeah. straight yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, he gets that straight up. That's because he's on the roster. Yeah, yeah. He took. He got it the easy way. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. The, the yeah. question was the, bench, the question was whether he gets a ring if if the Heat win because right. he was on the Heat roster. But I don't, I don't think, think players players vote on that. I think it's organization, organization wise. Has, okay, wide. So I knew a guy back when Houston won it in 94. He was like a ball boy or whatever. So when your organization, right, they have the option to give it to whoever, mm-hmm. people who work there, even at the facilities and things like sure. that. They it's can so give it crazy. to the, yeah, the, I mean, the, the laundry guy. They can give it to mm-hmm. Even whoever, the shitty you know? radio yeah, yeah. Uh, radio uh, producer or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. The, even, uh, like the shitty media even, producer. Even, even the old guy that sweeps the floor. He's yeah. probably going to catch COVID. Charles. What was his name? Charles. Old Charles. Old Charles. Old Charles. Old Charles can get a ring. All right. We better get out of here. It's been too long. Fucking wait. It's too very long. late. And, Laddie, you uh, you made a list of Halloween movies. Well, you were talking about the other day. But like, we're going to do it next week. Let's do it next week. Yeah. I have a list. You have a list. Since we got a lot to talk of basketball next week. We're not week. fucking doing it this week. Yeah, that kind of got sprung on me. I had a repair list right. okay. sitting here so, waiting on both. No. <laughs> right, no. right. The game is over. Right. I'm very sad that there's no more NBA games. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. But it's it's really pretty fucking depressing. Like, mm. what are we going to do? We're going to watch football. I guess, but it's not the same. I want to thank you guys for coming over. <laughs> Bo, thank you for calling in. And being here, Laddie, thank you for showing up. Laddie's wearing his House of Hoops tee. Always wearing my I House of Hoops tee. I love that. Yeah, I, I rock this. It doesn't look good. I got to make some new ones. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I think it looks fine, but it's just like from here, I can't even read it. I don't know what's going on. Uh, they fucked my design up, who I used. Uh, it doesn't look like mm-hmm. it was supposed to. It's a nice tee anyway. It's a nice tee. <laughs> Brian, thank you for coming over. I appreciate it. He's wearing his hustle Hustle. G League represent Memphis. There you go. South Haven like Hustle. Let's go. South Haven South Hustle Haven basketball hustle, team. baby. I'm for it. Lander Center, baby. Austin yeah. Nichols. <laughs> oh, my God. So, wait. So, this is it. This is this is it. The first year, right, of House of Hoops and the first championship ever, right? Yeah. With us. There you go. Yeah. What are we, 34 weeks through? Hey. I wonder if there's going to be an asterisk on this podcast. <laughs>
I'll always put a footnote on this podcast. <laughs> Love it. Just for this season. I Love feel it. like every episode's better than the last. <laughs> oh, no shit. Thank you, everybody, for listening. No, I can't forget this evening Or your faces you were leaving But I guess that's just the way the story goes You always smile, but in your eyes Your sorrow shows Yes, it shows I can't forget tomorrow When I think of all my sorrow And I had you there But then I let you go And now it's only fair That I should let you know What you should know Smile, but in your eyes, your sorrow shows.